0: Welcome to The Intoxicated Podcast, a weekly comedy talk show that dives into the personal lives of comedians, experts, and creators. I'm your host, Sarah McClellan, a very amateur stand up comedian and self proclaimed sad girl. It's the comedy podcast with a lot of heart. Feel hard and talk hard. This is The Intoxicated Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Inbox A Podcast. Um, I am sick as fuck. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I'm very sick. <laughs> um, I've been sick for about three days now. Apparently, not COVID. Uh, it's not COVID. I've tested three times. Gonna keep testing. Because, uh, quite frankly, I don't believe the results. I just don't. But I'm showing negative, which is somewhat disappointing because I haven't had COVID yet. I want those antibodies. I want the reassurance. You know, is that weird? Maybe it's weird. I don't know. Um, But yeah, being sick really sucks. And I'm already getting some cabin fever. It's only been three days. Everybody. Send me some voicemails, please. I am going to be doing another call-in episode soon, so please send me a voicemail. You can ask a question, tell a story. You can give me a rant. Let me know about a life dilemma you have that you might need advice on. I love those. I My dream podcast is to just talk about life dilemmas. I love that shit. So you can send in any of those things, anything at all. Um, you can also write into the show through the talk line form As well, which is like an anonymous form. You don't have to leave your name. Um, So that's another option too. So do it, do it, do it for the next call in episode. And of course, rate and review the show. Please do that. This show has been going for, you know, over five years and it gets stagnant sometimes. And I always love seeing ratings and reviews come in. So please do that. Did you know that Spotify now has ratings? You can rate podcasts on Spotify now. And I know this because I just rated my own podcast and it said, you're one of the first to rate this show. And I love that because it's like making me feel better by saying you're one of the first. And let's be honest, I'm probably the first. Uh, So that's sad, but that's okay. Maybe people don't know. Maybe people don't know that you can rate podcasts on Spotify now. Um, So make me feel better about myself and leave me a rating on Spotify. Or if you are an Apple user, you can leave me a rating or review. Reviews are great. Um, And if it's super funny and awesome, I will repost it on the Instagram. So there you go. This week's episode. What a fun one this was. Uh, I'm super stoked to bring back this reoccurring guest. It is his second time on the podcast solo. It is Chris Halef. Chris is back on this new iteration of the podcast, which was great because I got to just peel back the layers of this very detached Aquarius even more. Uh, I just love picking away at people like Chris. You know, these these types of people, they don't open up a lot, but you come on a podcast where the point is to open up and you get that chance. So that's pretty cool. I love that Chris and I always tend to talk about just why we suck at relationships. And that was a good chunk of what we talked about on this episode, our issues with relationships and overthinking and self-sabotaging, which is something I think a lot of us do and can relate to. It was a super fun conversation, and I always love talking comedy with Chris, too, so we did a lot of that. Uh, Chris is for sure one of the hardest-working comedians here in the Halifax scene, and I would say he's definitely somebody to watch. I think the guys going places, but what the fuck do I know? Uh, Chris does have some cool things coming up that I'm going to tell you about right now. He is middling at Yuck Yucks in Halifax on June 3rd and 4th, which, if you're listening to this on the day of release, it is next week. Weekend. Uh, so check out that show. Uh, Rob Pugh is headlining, and friend of the show and past guest Claire Belfort is hosting. So hell yeah, check that out. And the other super cool thing that Chris is going to be doing is he is going to be recording a compilation stand up album called The Original Asses of Halifax Comedy. And joining him is going to be drumroll. It's a long list of names, but you're going to recognize a lot of these names. Uh, Kyle Carter. Carpenter, Jim Temple, Emma Mater, Albert Coombs, Kyle Barnett, Brandon Michael, recent guest, and Joe Harfouche, hopefully an upcoming guest. Uh, So a lot of past guests there. Uh, I think Joe's the only one who hasn't done the podcast yet. So Joe, I got to get you on. Uh, And this album taping is happening on June 22nd at the Carlton, downtown Halifax and there is a late show and an early show and if you want to go check it out tickets are available through the Carlton website and if I have my shit together and if I remember I will provide a link in the description of this episode. That's a super awesome thing to check out. I've gone to a couple album recordings before and it's a super special night because comics really they really bring it you know they bring their a games they bring their best material. And it's a cool thing to be part of an audience that is essentially going to be captured and recorded and put out into the world. So there you go. Go check out Original Asses of Comedy on June 22nd at the Carlton. And you can also follow Chris on social media. He is on Instagram and the TikTok at Chris Halef. And if you do like stand-up clips, he is somebody who does post those. So give him a follow. All right, guys, that's it. I feel like I just ran a marathon. This was the most energy I've put out today. So I'm going to shut the fuck up and go to bed. Everybody, please enjoy this awesome episode with the very talented and funny Chris Halef.
1: It's hard to like, cause yeah, you're like in between there, and you don't really yeah. have too many quote unquote classmates. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Are mm-hmm. we started?
0: It's, it's very lonely. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, but you're with you, the level that lonely. I'm at because everyone's better Shut than me. Shut the fuck up for a second. Like you're literally <laughs> <laughs> friends with every like established comics, like yeah, Travis. But it's,
0: it's still not the same. It's not the same thing but because f- I still see them as. I don't want to say idols, but like I I see them as like well, they're, the wise elders. Yeah, but the You know, they're not they're not in the trenches with me where I'm at currently.
1: Yeah, but like the fact I, that you're friends with those wise elders and yeah. the fact that you're close with them, you're forced to step your game. That's why you've gotten as good as you have so mm-hmm, far. Mm. Is because when you're around like people who Pros. are better. Yeah it forces you to step your game up. Yeah. You know, if you want to hang true. out with like, you know, the people who aren't like, you know, whatever, uh, your cla- fine. I mean, but, yeah. You got there early because you were friends with Travis. You were friends with Vaughn. You were friends with all these people. It took me a right. while to get in with those guys.
0: Right, 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 you know? right, right,
1: I had to like spend my time with fucking Albert Coombs. You realize right. how much pain that does to your psyche?
0: I mean, you have to be, on, but he forces you to be on all the time because that guy's nah. always on all the uh, time. My
1: favorite is when Albert does an impression of himself. Have you ever heard <laughs> that? Where like <laughs> I
0: don't think so. We're all
1: doing impressions of him and then he's just like, ah, here's my impression of Albert Coombs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and
1: then he just plugs his
0: nose. <laughs> ah, my cock. And it's just, <laughs> I love that guy. Bless his soul. He's great. Oh, good Yeah, mother. and that's why I say, if even if you don't deserve an opportunity, take it. Because yeah. the James Mullinger thing, I knew I didn't deserve it. I, no, no, no. And but I was like, I okay, I'm gonna try my best. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like I'm gonna take it as a challenge to. Rise above, yeah, of course, my insecurities. And then I did it, and now I hate myself again writing new stuff at open mics. But that's the cycle of comedy,
1: that's what it is. But also, like, you got to learn to love that cycle, man. It's yeah. tough, but try to find the positive in it because you do have you have you were able to write jokes that worked before, yeah. Know that if you can't come up with ideas, eventually it'll come to you. Mm. That whole we oh, all like have that. that feeling of. I don't know if I'll ever be able to write a joke again. Yeah, 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 and big then time. And you always do.
0: Big time, big time, big time. Always big time. Um, Okay, well, we're fired. We're, we're rolling. Yeah. We're here. We're not only
1: zinging, we're zagging.
0: We're z- zigging and zagging. Yeah. Um. I'm stoked to be here with somebody I wanted to have on in this new iteration of the podcast. Um. Oh God, I don't remember when your first episode was. It was
1: pro- less than a year in for me. So it might have been-
0: What? Was it less than a year in Yeah, your I would say
1: I, if I'm not mistaken cuz I think I last did it before I went to Hell's basement to do a show with maybe oh. Britney. I could so July, I'm going to go ahead and It was 11, summer. It was July summer. or June of 2019. Yes. That was less than a year in for me.
0: Um second time solo guest, but has been on many time with other people. Chris Halas. Hey.
1: Oh Hello. my gosh,
0: welcome, welcome, welcome. You're welcome. Uh <laughs> You are doing me a favor because I, <laughs> I I certainly did not have a backlog and realized I had to record quite quickly. Well, and I saw you-
1: your story on Instagram and I realized, oh, yeah, it's been a while and I haven't done a new thing. I was like, because I've been on with other people, but I was like, fuck it. I want to do a solo one.
0: Um, And the solo ones are really fun now because of the segments. Yeah. So it's a different vibe. It's not just like what the fuck are we talking about? Let's yeah. scramble the whole time. And it's, it's a little more structured and stuff.
1: Yeah, no, um, I've been listening. It's uh it's sounding good. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I like it. Yeah. And you're right. Like I like bringing people on who like have never been on solo before yeah. because like, yeah, it's, it's a different, whole different thing. When you, when you have another guest on, it's hard to compete with the chemi- chemistry between the guests. Oh my God. You,
1: yeah. know? I, you know, to this day, I apologize for no. the uh, banana boys podcast. No, it's <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> it is. But at the same time, like, <laughs> I, I wanted
0: to try to, like, keep it on track. but well, Ka- I should have been keeping it on track.
1: Albert is always on, and Kyle is an absolute dumbass. So, like, it's really hard for all of us when we're around each other. To, we never have serious conversations. We do sometimes, but it's very much, like, brief, and then somebody brings up something, and then we're all just attacking each other. That's all Right. Yeah,
0: Yeah, but that's fun, though. But yeah, no, I liked that chaotic episode. It is, I don't remember the episode number, but go back and find it. It's called Off the Rails with the Banana Boys, I believe.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was, uh, there was a lot of, lot of dumb moments in that. We even did like a 30 minute live after thing, which oh my god! Mo- Ugh, just utter stupidity. <laughs> oh my God, anytime I'm around those guys, I feel my IQ dropping, you know? <laughs> you know? But then again, like most of the comics in this scene, like nobody's hanging around. The only person that I hang around in this scene and I'm like, oh, they're smart, Kyle Carpenter. Everybody else, like the just. The great
0: and powerful Kyle Carpenter. Oh, god,
1: he just, he makes me feel, like I know I'm not that smart, but when I'm around him, I'm like, oh, I'm really not that smart. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's super intelligent.
0: Oh, yeah, hundred percent, and just one of the best writers in this city.
1: Oh yeah, he's very, um, he's very methodical. He's just, he's a technician. He's super. I mean, he's one of my, uh, one of my favorites. I got to co-headline with him uh, oh, yeah, at the Comedy Co-Cove. Cove, and uh, it was awesome to be able to just see him do thirty minutes, you know, and just be like, Oh, um, wow, yeah. We're so used to seeing each other do shorter sets. Uh, and then when we go long, it's like 15 minutes, but there's a difference between 15 and 30 plus. God, is there ever. Yeah. And just being able to see him do about 30, it was just like, oh man, like I love, because him and I are similar in the sense that like we write, like we do longer sets, there's kind of an arc to the thing we do. Yeah. So I loved being able to see, like, oh, let's see what he pieces together, what order, like, oh, how's he end it? Like, you know, I love, right. love watching longer sets like that.
0: Oh, yeah. It's, that's phenomenal. Um, and right off the top, we should say that you're doing something really cool. Coming up. Yeah. Um, so plug away. So what's this? You're doing a mixtape recording on yeah.
1: June 22nd. June 22nd, Carlton, two shows. We got an early show and a late show. It's me and the original asses of Halifax comedy. It's gonna be myself, Albert Coombs, Kyle Barnett, Kyle Carpenter, Joe Harfouche, Jim Temple, Brandon Michael, and one of my favorites the a hilarious Emma Mater. We're all doing it. We're all like roughly in the same class as well. Yeah. And with the exception of the two Kyle's or I would say a class ahead. But, um, right. Jim is moving at the end of the summer. He's moving back to uh, Toronto. I
0: got wind of this, and I, I didn't know if it was Well, like he's tri-
1: from Toronto, school's wrapping up for him, so he's ah. gonna be moving back. And we jokingly, like, okay. uh, we all became close at like a party uh, in late 2019 at Brandon Michael's place. And uh, we jokingly said like, you know, uh, we'll fucking do a mixtape recording or something
0: like As that. As a joke, or As like a joke. not overly serious.
1: And then we were like like little by little as we got better mm-hmm. um we were like why not like we'll do yeah. like we'll each do like shorter sets uh we're probably each going to do about 7 each and maybe edit each set down to 5 minutes depending on what like the comic wants to keep in the uh recording and we'll just put it out there like i think a compilation a compilation a good compilation it's- in terms of uh, like the thing about this is you look at the comics on this show, there's not one comic who's like another comic on that show. Mm-hmm. There's such very, you have alternative guys, super alternative guys like Jim Temple, and then you have somebody who's super dark and just a dense joke writer like Emma Mater, and then you got me and you got Albert Coombs who's just more of like a, you know, a, a straight up non sequitur funny type of joke writer. Yeah. I think it's going to be a cool, I think it's going to be a cool thing. And yeah, we're doing two shows. Travis sure. Lindsay is going to be hosting for us. Mm-hmm. And the great Richard is going to be doing the audio. Oh, good. Yeah. good.
0: Good, good, good. Yeah, so the, Richard go to Denner- the, yeah, Go to those shows. It's really cool to be, to watch album recordings, uh, yeah. people. So please, please go check these asses out. And yeah. Say that. Cause that's the, right of the show, <laughs> and they are all assholes. So there you go. <laughs> it's very fitting. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, it's very fitting.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I'm I'm excited about it. It really was like somebody forgetting a blunt stone at that party that started the group chat that we're all a part of, mm. and then through that group chat, it's become kind of like a men's rights group,
0: mm-hmm. and we've all become
1: mm-hmm. so much closer as a result. Emma's in there. <laughs> Emma's Poor not in. Emma. Emma's not in the group chat, but she's in oh, another. Oh, she's oh. in like.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: we gotta we gotta, you know, we're not, oh. we're, not we're not that progressive. Did you
0: hear that, Emma? You're not you're not in the group chat.
1: <laughs> no, no, Emma's in another group like she's actually in multiple other group chats with us. It's like there's first of all, really there is nice. too many group chats in this goddamn scene. I cannot keep track of it. Anytime somebody starts up a new- Oh, they
0: I have them all muted. Unless oh. someone mentions me, I can't.
1: Oh yeah, I can't I can't do it. It's just too distracting. There's only a couple that I don't have muted, but like I'm I'm in like group chats with those guys. I'm in group chats with Emma. Me and Albert and Travis have our own group chat what? on Instagram.
0: Yeah. Okay, um, feel free to invite me to group chats, everybody. I'm in, like, none. Other than that Hallie Comics. Well, I guess there's a couple no, of female there's ones. No,
1: there's but. none. We don't need Hallie Comics. <laughs> no,
0: we don't. It's never about comedy.
1: <laughs> well, Hallie Comics started from Francois and Ian and them opening up yucks and saying, hey, can you promote yeah. that Yux is starting back up or whatever? But they don't need our help. They're selling out as much as they can.
0: They don't yeah, they don't they don't need our help. No. Um so that's that's very exciting. So yeah. how do you know what you're gonna do for that? Well,
1: I uh anytime I do longer sets, I I mean I'm pretty lucky. I do have a over the I Travis is obviously the most prolific person in this scene. Nobody churns out more. I disagree. (laughs) He really is a chinless (laughs) piece of shit. Um, No, but he is the most prolific person in this scene. Like he churns out more minutes than anybody. Um, And I don't know if there's a close second, but obviously you got guys like Dan, you got Claire and all that stuff. But I really do think like in this scene, like I, I definitely do put out a a lot of material, I tr- I, I'm i always writing shit, and I looked at it, like anytime I do longer sets, like uh, 30 minutes or whatever, I'm like, I have a lot of material that I'm not putting in here, like a lot of shit, so I was like, I'm gonna take stuff that I probably wouldn't put on a solo thing later, because like I said, my sets uh, have like an arc to it, like mm-hmm. there's like uh, topics that I touch on, and then I have a lot of what I would call miscellaneous material yeah. that doesn't really fit in as well, and I'm like, this shit mm-hmm. works, why don't I just take that stuff, work it out, and work it out? Put that on the uh, a good and idea. that way, like. And who, here's another thing: we're not burning shit by doing this. If we put it on an album, we can always do it again. <laughs> oh, of
0: course. We don't, give I a don't fuck. I don't understand that whole. Like, I mean, I kind of get it, it uh, but it, also, like, I don't.
1: It matters. Point. If you have a following, like yeah. it matters. Here's who you're, it matters. Famous. It matters yeah. if you're Bill Burr or Taylor Tomlinson. Yeah. It does not matter yes. if you're Albert Coombs. Okay. Yeah. It does not matter if you're Chris Halef. It does not matter for us. We can put out all our shit, doesn't make a fucking difference. Put it out, put out as many clips as you want, record yeah. your shit, do whatever you want. It's your material or whatever. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I, uh, the stuff that I would be putting on the album would be stuff that doesn't necessarily fit when I do like, you know, middles or something like that, or when I do like 30 plus sets, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, mm. and there's a lot there. So I'm just like, okay, like right now I'm trying to narrow it down and mm. it's kind of a fun process. Right now I'm working on some new stuff, but come early June, the next few weeks, I'm going to be hammering out like a set mm. for like, you know, the album mm-hmm. So it's going to be awesome. Cool. Yeah, no, it's Street. pretty cool. It's, it's nice to have something to like, like doing the JFL showcase too. Like it was fun to have something oh, yeah. to prepare for. You yeah. know what I mean? Like to at least get that down. You yeah. Know? Like, no, oh, that's man. fantastic. I got this. Okay. Seven minutes. All right. Let me try to put together a set and like work it out. That was a really like, that was a yeah. fun process. Yeah. Oh
0: man. Yeah. 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 Did anyone get, no one got picked from Halifax. I mean, is that, is that right? Or what? I don't know how things work.
1: It's not, um, what do you call it? Uh, I, if, if it's, anybody it's not got an audition, it's it's a showcase but like there's people who may have gotten reached out to for other things so far i don't know about the actual montreal one but i you know there's some uh, people there's okay. a couple that i'm aware of that jfl had been already eyeing and so right. you know they there might be some stuff you know coming out soon some news from some of them or whatever but yeah wow. really it's um it's just an opportunity to put yourself on their radar type of deal
0: right do you do- um so when you know that you're performing for someone who's judging you professionally is that tough <laughs> is that do you feel the pressure in that do you do you find that you um you perform differently or your your mindset going into it is a little more
1: I'm definitely, I, tense. Would, I would say I'm a little, I'm not as loose because the, yeah. the, the set is tighter and yeah. there's not as much like room to fuck around or whatever because like if you're performing for like, yeah. you know, uh, JFL bookers or any booker in general, like you don't want to do crowd work and start no. talking to like, you know.
0: And risk going off the rails. Exactly.
1: So like I think uh, the difference, I wasn't more or less nervous as I would be in any other like, you know, bigger show, but it it was like the the difference was I was just not as loose. Yeah. And for better or for worse, like I do like to be a little just a just a smidge loose in my sets or whatever. Oh yeah. So it definitely did feel different, but I I got off stage and I was like that, like you know, yeah. I was happy with it. So yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I did notice that. I watched I didn't watch the night you were on. Mm-hmm. I watched the second night. I was there too. Um and I did notice it was very like, yeah, every time Someone instantly hit the stage, it was right into jokes. Like, there was no, it yeah. was, it was, there was a purpose, you know?
1: Yeah, you don't go, oh, <laughs> hey, uh, anybody have birthdays tonight? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you <laughs> who's know?
0: single? Yeah,
1: who's single? God, uh, fuck it, this guy fucking looks like an idiot, like, you know? Yeah. Yeah, work.
0: Yeah, you got to you got to focus. And this is what I uh before we get into this conversation which is probably going to result in us hitting each other. Yeah. Um I will say that Chris is one of the har- most hardworking comics on the scene you oh, are. Thank you, you are constantly on mics and it's yeah. It's you, uh you know it's uh not something that like I do feel like a lot there's a lot of funny people mm-hmm. but there's the work ethic Hustle. I hate the word. It's a fucking buzzword.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. But
0: it's that uh, drive that I think not everyone has. But I think you have that.
1: Thank you, buddy. I, yeah, I mean, like I like to think I do. I get that from my dad. I get that from like his. Uh, his. He's just. He never doesn't do anything. Like right. we were talking about that earlier, where it's just like he is the hardest working person I've ever met, and I think I inherited that from him. Mm. But also, like, I love comedy. I love the. Yeah. like I think. Like, I mean. I love comedy. I love the art form. There's a reason why I got into it because Mm -hmm. like I fucking love stand-up. I want to learn how to get better at it. And when I do something, I take it seriously. Mm -hmm. Like for me, I'm not there to fuck around and you know, I'm here to have fun with my friends or whatever, maybe afterwards. But like if we're going out to, if I'm working on some shit like tonight, I'm going there to work on some shit. I'll have a laugh with my friends after. But like, in the meantime, like I take it seriously. Like I got into it because I love the art form. I think some people get into it because they like attention. Attention. And that's, there's two different types of people, people who get Mm -hmm. into it because they actually, I think Vaughn had something similar, which was like, you know, people who uh, love comedy and people who love laughs. My, uh, I would alter Mm -hmm. that to say people who love comedy and people who just want attention. Mm -hmm. And I, they like the
0: spotlight and, and being on stage and feeling special.
1: And I, do you think that we're seeing that with some of the newbies coming in where you're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, you can see who's like you really can seriously. see you yeah. can separate who taking it seriously, who's actually got potential mm-hmm. versus who is just there to fuck around or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. But here's the thing like there's nothing wrong th- with that either. It's just yeah. it's just it is two different approaches yeah. to it. Of course. And and, it, and it's going to ugh, I hate using the word thin out the herd, but um like, there's only I don't know. Open mic comedy it's like yeah what are we you
1: what know, are we doing
0: what the fuck are we it's it takes a certain type of person to endure the harshness of what the true open mic scene is because if you just do certain rooms yeah if you're only doing the rooms that make you feel good
1: Yeah, Um,
0: you're not gonna get that true view of it. You gotta go to Gus's and show up and have two people there and not know if you're doing a show or not. You gotta show up to Gus's and do (laughs) perform for five drunk people who are like talking back at you. Oh yeah, like you gotta Mm. do those those shittier rooms because if you can even get a chuckle out of two people.
1: Oh man, well that's how I started. Like I started like literally my first few rooms were my first set was at Oasis back when Britney was hosting, that's how long ago this was, and it was just the comics, brutal. Next room, Freeman's, doesn't even exist anymore. (laughs) Freeman's! (laughs) Fucking brutal. (laughs) Then I did Gus's just comics. Fucking brutal. Like three in a row of like some of the hardest rooms in this city. And then eventually I got to do like a show where like the audience was actually like nice or supportive, whatever. And I'm glad I did it that way. The fact that and that's what I like. I love seeing the newbies, these newer comics. Go to like Foggy. Let's say Foggy's the room we're referring to. Yeah, very hot, great room. I love testing out new shit there. At least getting the cadence down. Yes, that's but I, it. I love seeing them try the other rooms, but then like legitimately, co- like they try it and then they come back. Yeah, and it's just like there you go. That's yeah. that's, so that's, that's this, what I mean, it is. You
0: have to do that
1: if you want to get better. That's just the way you got to do it, and uh, no other way. I. I mean, there is like some people like these new comics that are coming in that I think like, I mean, we were talking about it earlier. I don't know if we got it on tape, but like John Pickett. I John think. Pickett, shout out. Shout he out. Gets,
0: he gets to shout out every episode John lately. Pickett,
1: yeah, he's great. Like, I mean, yeah. he's, he's got a lot of potential. He cares. Like, I remember when I first met him, he was asking me all these specific questions, and I was just like, whoa, like, you really, okay, you really care. And then Carolyn Davis, another one who's, like, yeah, writing jokes, so great good. stage presence. Uh, Ryan Williams, very charming on stage. Like, you know, he's got something. And, um... <laughs> I mean, that's I mean just, and, and jokes as well but like you know no, very like no he's great I'm yeah. just
0: thinking about him and he burned me so good oh yeah? Uh, yeah after we were like he was on after me which works perfect because we met at a sex party so we have a cool like kind of origin story gross Uh <laughs> But it was funny because I have a joke about like my kink is not making men happy, and then when he went up, he said, "Thank God that's your kink because you do it really well." <laughs> and it was it was just so perfect. Judge it was Ronnie. just like that's the most perfect roast joke. Well like,
1: done, Ryan. Well right? Done. Well done, good. Ryan. And uh, another one, Josh Pillane, who's uh, newer but super yeah. mature, very like uh, and as structured as the stuff he's doing, and he cares. Like, he's another one who's, uh, he actually, he, like, I use this app, a lot of comics uh, use this app called Comedy Companion to, like, keep a track of their jokes and all that stuff. Yeah. He's an app developer, and actually, what? because, like, Comedy oh, Companion wouldn't work on his phone. He made his own stand up app.
0: Hang to, like, on. What's it called?
1: Uh, Is it Gag something? No, 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 no. no. He I, just, he just, it's very new. In fact, I feel bad because he said, like, hey, like, if you have time, give it a shot. Like, try oh it out. Just God. give me some feedback. I haven't done it yet. I think it's just stand up and then R at the end. So stand up or whatever. I think it's a working title. But I
0: was going to say, because I tried to find Comedy Companion on iPhone and it didn't exist, but there was this other one stand so upper see.
1: and i i should try it at some point just to give him some feedback because that's what he asked me to do i haven't done it yet sorry josh but i will
0: oh i would totally try it too but uh, i'm still trying to figure out like how to yeah how, where to i have a google doc now i've i've been using google docs
1: that's good i mean that's something that uh, but stand upper stand up stand r up. stand up r something like that okay i'll have to i'll have to look into it after but yeah some uh, some good talent.
0: There's some good talent coming up. They yeah. they make me feel like garbage for not writing, but you know, good for you guys. Yeah, uh, writing new sets all the time and then making me feel like shit. Going out uh, well, talking about <sighs> the same shit I've been talking about for a while. Well,
1: that's another thing I see sometimes. I see like. <laughs> I love people, you guys. I'm
0: not. I'm trying I'm not trying to be like negative. Mm-hmm. I
1: just. But like I I heard a couple of new comics, like very new, uh, say like. Uh, yeah, like uh, um I'm do- I wrote this seven minute set yesterday. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, and if it goes well, I'll write another seven. I'm like, yeah, that's not how it works. So many of them have that mentality. Yeah. Where it's just like, no, you you build it joke by joke. Um uh, you
0: perfect.
1: Yeah, you perf- you just you slowly build an act. Yeah, I mean, you're not Travis, you're not writing like, you know, five <laughs> seven minutes at a time. And Travis yeah. is a storyteller. So like it's 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 a different type of thing, but like yeah, I mean blows like, my mind. I hear I hear them say that. I'm like, ah, dude, you do- you don't get mind. I wanna tell them, but I also don't I do. Give an absolute fuck.
0: I tell them. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I mean, cause I'm friends with some of them, right? So no, no, like no. I care, so, but I
1: don't care enough to talk. To, I don't like talking to people in the first <laughs> place. So like, I don't want to start a conversation because then they're going to have questions. I'm like, I regret this already.
0: You don't want to start a conversation oh, because apparently God. it's a conversation. Oh my I mean, God.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. The amount of times I'll message somebody on a dating app and then like they'll respond. I'll be like, this was a mistake. I was I thought I was in the mood, but I'm not. I thought
0: I was just talking at somebody. Yeah. I
1: was just hungry. Like yeah, that's all yeah. it was. Oh I gosh. had a sandwich, and now I don't want to talk to them. I'll
0: say it. I just go. I just go. Why are you writing a whole new set? Why don't you do some jokes from your old set? And mm. if you have new jokes, yeah, develop mm. chunks, people. Like if if you're if you're writing similar things with themes, like yeah. make it a chunk, and then. For some sets, you can do that full chunk yeah. or you can just do a couple jokes from that chunk and then do other things. Well, yeah,
1: you cut out what doesn't work, which is a yes. lot of it for them. Yeah. And you keep the stuff. I mean, like, it's true. You cut out what doesn't work and you keep the shit that does. Yeah. It's just, it's yeah. as simple as that. You dumb fucks. <laughs> Fucking oh d- do it, you know? <laughs> I'm slipping. We're going to get trouble and- with
0: this one. <laughs> are we? Uh, no? I don't know. Maybe not. Nah, I know. I, yeah, I, I'm just kidding. I love seeing the love new years. talent, but yes, there are things to learn. Um but have fun too, or try to. Cause I do think sometimes people can take comedy too seriously Yeah, I know. and then that takes the fun out of yeah, it. Yeah, definitely
1: have some fun. I mean like it's, I mean like dude, like fucking classic Vaughn and Travis, it, none of this really matters. Like none of this matters. So have fun. But if you're gonna keep doing it, if you're gonna keep putting it in for spots, you know, also try to get better. Simple yeah. as that.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's what you gotta do. All right, we're gonna do the first segment, assumption segment. Hey, there we go. um i have a few about you oh god so this is well this is what well it's tough to do these for people that i know fairly well
1: okay we'll see how well you know me
0: uh and i don't and i was trying to think back to our first episode and i don't know if any if we touched on any of these so okay. i wrote you're not someone who bails a lot you're reliable and you show up when you say you're, you'll show up to something you don't bail on plans if you have a plan you're going
1: yes for better or for worse like I, yeah. I definitely that's true yeah. I would say hey ding ding Sarah but the first one first right thing and it wasn't done a mean life.
0: one look at that
1: yeah how about that um, no you're right I definitely I'm if done. I have a plan I very rarely break that plan and even if I desperately don't want to go i will still go i hate canceling last minute yeah that's i usually don't do that i definitely don't cancel mics um but yeah you're definitely dead on there i get that again i get that from my dad my dad's just one of those guys like hey if you make a commitment you fucking follow through with that you know what i mean
0: ah but also the the oh actually am i allowed to say what you do for work yeah. the job okay like reporter Yeah, like i imagine that involves a lot of like tight deadlines and oh, yeah. and like scheduling and stuff that probably
1: oh my god yeah like, i'm constantly under like some kind of deadline like multiple deadlines throughout the day so like i always i've i'm just so used to getting things done right like on a certain like you know time frame i never miss a deadline and just like plans i don't miss plans You know, like we said four o'clock. I was like, okay, yeah, Yeah. that's that's what it is. Rolled up
0: right at four. Not early. Thank God. Um, Why? I I don't like people who are early. That's not on time.
1: Yeah, but also I do show up (laughs) early to places. This one here, I just didn't like, you know, (laughs) No, but I literally live like three minutes away. No,
0: okay, well, okay, okay, within five minutes. Yeah,
1: within five if you're minutes.
0: Fifteen minutes early—that's too early.
1: No, it's too. I wouldn't do that. I don't want to spend that much time with you. But like, I, <laughs> I, I yeah. definitely like if I go, I if I get to a mic, I'm there pretty early. Like tonight. You are. I'm always I'm usually I never show up. I never like, you know, walk in at like unless I had something going. I'll message Megan sometimes, like at Foggy, yeah. where I'm just like, I'm sorry, like, you know, I'm just wrapping up work or whatever. And then she's like, yeah, that's all. Totally yeah, all cool. you have to
0: do is let them know.
1: That's it. And some people don't.
0: And I mean like certain shows like just don't start on time anyway. So you can be a little looser with those. Yeah. True. But um yeah. Be on don't show up late. Don't and also don't show up like <laughs> Just when you're about to go on. Oh, yeah. Someone in particular I'm thinking of. I know exactly who you're thinking of. Okay, next assumption before I get myself in trouble. There we go. People might think that you're not good with kids, but you are.
1: That is true. That is true. That is another one. I mean, that's a pretty easy one to like But get.
0: I added that first line because I feel like you might have the demeanor that people might assume. Oh yeah. That you're not good with kids. Oh,
1: people just assume I'm an asshole like through and through. And I put it out there on on like, you know, my act or whatever. Like Ryan William one time told me that like uh, one of his friends, like in the crowd, uh, said, like, oh yeah, no, like he's really funny, but he's such a fucking asshole. And I'm just like Am I that bad? Like, I mean, like, I don't think, I mean, on stage, maybe I do put it out that way. uh, But, like, I don't think, maybe I'm exaggerating a little
0: bit, but I'm not as bad as people think. Okay, I can attest to this. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I've never told you this. Uh, And I really should be taking screenshots and sending them to you because it's hilarious. Every now and then, you and I will tag each other and shit we'll shut on each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's mean, but it's playful mean because we're course. comics. Yeah, 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 And that's what we do.
1: Oh, I let's see where this
0: And is. I get all the time whenever I post things like that, like what was it? It was you correcting um one of them was when I when I made a typo in, in promoting a show. yep And you wrote me and you were like, You're you're fucking it up already. <laughs> yeah. It's this it's next weekend. Yeah, yeah. And I posted the screenshot just being like, Chris Lefts is a great colleague. Yeah. And like people would like respond like how dare he <laughs> who is and like it's happened multiple times with multiple posts of people uh, be and then i just go no 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 that's it's maybe it doesn't pick up to strangers no. but it mostly doesn't pick up to non-comics like yep. they don't they don't get that that's
1: yeah you the get- way we
0: talk to each other is not normal
1: no, it's not. I mean, like, I, I don't know. I just, I guess not. I just grew up like getting heckled by my brothers and like my dad. So like, I'm just so used to ball busting. So like, that's just yeah. the way. And that's most comics. Most But possible. like, how do you not pick up? <laughs> like, I'm talking pa- to the people who responded, hey, dumbasses. How do you not pick up that we're friends? And that's just, you think I would do that sincerely? No.
0: I'm not I wouldn't post something like that and then tag them in a stand up picture like yeah. in, the, in the same night if yeah, we yeah. weren't That's, if we weren't friends. Yeah, like- exactly.
1: You dumb fucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's
0: the Chris Halef effect.
1: <laughs> yes. But what it's- was it? Kids. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I am So you are good with kids. I'm pretty good with kids. I have two nieces to Beautiful nieces, I love them to I, death. I and
0: know you had know. two. Oh, the newer one—that's fresher, right? Yeah,
1: fr- yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, or younger. You know, because that's usually the word that people use when they describe people fresher. that are younger. They're
0: fresher. Yeah. And new. Oh, yeah.
1: He's fresher than you. <laughs> um. Yes, Leona, the older one. She's three. She's turning four later this year. Levina turned two while she was here. Love them to death. I, I, I oh, adore two names. Cute. Yeah, and they're cuties. Like I, I, I love spending time with them. I love. Uh. You know. I'm. I'm. I'm a fun uncle. I I will yeah. say I'm 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 a pretty fun uncle, but like with kids in general, like if I meet like a friend and they have kids or whatever, I'm pretty good with those kids. Like I right. know how to like you know play around like whoa
0: like you know here's yeah. a ghost, like, oh, which is me. weird. Be- okay, so do you also enjoy this is a weird question? Go ahead. <laughs> do you also enjoy talking to older people, like elder, like because you mentioned you not wanting to talk to like. Oh yeah, adults. I, I wonder if you're someone who's like really good with older people and really good with younger I'm pretty people, good. but not. I am your pretty adult. I'm
1: pretty good with older people. Like when I it love comes to like, people. yeah, yeah, because they always have something interesting to say. Yes. You know, whether it's like you know, wise or racist, like it's something that you're gonna walk away from and be like, that was an interesting interaction right there. And, and most of the time, yeah, like you can learn from them. And yeah. I do enjoy I do enjoy talking to them. I'm pretty good with them. I know how to like because here's the thing. Like a lot of people will talk to older people like their children. Like, hey, like, are you okay or whatever? I, that's not,
0: But yeah. I like to talk
1: to them like, you know, we're just like, you know, a couple of pals. And they yes. really do appreciate that. They I do. do.
0: Talk to old people. Yeah. It's it's very important because the loneliness factor when you're probably older and your family's not around, I can't imagine. I
1: really feel bad for that. I mean, do, I I you're getting old all the yeah. time. That's why, like, I try to stay healthy because I really want to stave it off. But like, anytime I see an older person, just like you know, with their back hunched over, I'm like, that's all of us one day. I like, th- we're all gonna be that. Yeah, you know. So in it's- the meantime, just in, you know. Make them feel comfortable. Make them feel like happy. Like Listen I do to their love stories. Talking. Honestly, they I yeah I do like hearing their stories. Uh, I wish they would fucking speed it up sometimes. <laughs> but for the most part, older people they're they're okay in my book. Now when it comes to like people who are my age or whatever, I don't respect most people. Yeah, no, me too. And so like yeah. I don't like talking to a lot of people. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah. Um. They say that when you're pitching a business idea you need to do it so it makes sense for like a five-year-old yeah. and a like 80-year-old. Like if if those two age groups can understand what your business is yeah. in a couple sentences, yep. then you've you've got it right.
1: That is true. Yeah. So you don't want to, you don't want to overcomplicate it for them. I remember we learned that I went to St. Mary's and I graduated with a business degree and oh, yeah. they said something similar. It's like when you pitch something, make sure that everybody gets it.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. none of these words that like the average person would know. Oh yeah. You yeah, know, or getting too words. inside baseball about things too.
1: Synergy and uh micromanaging. Like, yeah, fuck off.
0: Man. Yeah. Uh, let me see. And this kind of ties in. Uh-huh. Uh, huh. uh, you do want to settle down eventually.
1: Yes. Um, Eventually. I don't know when. Uh I mean, I'm pretty, like, here's the thing. I'm a pretty happy guy as is right now. I do enjoy my life. I will say spending a few weeks straight with my nieces, yeah. like, as much as I love them, it is tough. I got to see firsthand how tough it was on my brother and my mom was there. My, my sister-in-law, she went to Syria to visit family there, so she wasn't there with us. But, um... Just to see how much work it is, I was like, oh my God, yeah. like that is, you gotta, you gotta really, you gotta be willing to do it. Like, you have to put in the work to be a good parent. Like, being a parent is a lot of work because you're oh. constantly saving your child's life. The amount of times mm. that my nieces would be <laughs> doing things that if I wasn't there, they would have died. Oh
0: my God. Yeah. My, my
1: little baby niece, like, two, there's like a stairwell at my parents' place. And usually we have like this fence to like block just so she doesn't like you know go down the stairs cuz she doesn't know how to go down the stairs yet. Yeah. We forgot to do that and she was literally charging towards it running as fast as she can and I had to like scoop her up oh, and god. she had no idea like yeah, I, I how didn't. close she came to like at oh. least like really really hurting herself. Oh
0: god. And I'm like
1: man you got to be on it.
0: Love it. I think people with anxiety would be great at that cuz we're always <laughs> we're always on on guard anyway.
1: Yeah, but it, like I mean, that is such an added pressure, added anxiety to be a parent. Like I mean, like... you think it, What you're... a fun
0: project. I'm exci- I, I want to do it.
1: <laughs> children are not
0: projects. I would be great at it. I yeah. would be great. Oh,
1: God. Here's how you know you're not ready to be a parent. When you refer to children as a project, <laughs> that's how you know. Oh, yeah.
0: Something not to do. No, it's
1: just... <laughs> Uh, dude (laughs) I get it I get it but at the same time yeah I mean it's one of those things where I also like there's that also this other theory which is like you know sometimes you think like oh I'm not ready to be a parent but there's a lot of people who will say like you know when you have that child it makes you ready yeah I I
0: don't think anyone's ever really ready
1: nobody's ever really ready but like also you want to be a good parent. There's so many yeah. bad parents out there. Yeah. So you want to be able to be around for your children. You want to be able to like, you know, show them what's right and wrong and like just steer them. Like right now, like, I mean, my brother's got two daughters. Uh, I, I fucking, I'm anxious for him when they get older. And part of the reason why is I watch Euphoria. And wow. the idea of them going through that shit right there is terrifying to me. And yeah, I know that that, but the thing about that show is there are aspects of that show, especially Zendaya's character, Rue, uh, the drugs and all that stuff. The one scene where Rue is freaking out about like not having her drugs or whatever. And like, you know, the intervention where like, you, you've seen the show, right? Yes,
0: yes, yes. Spoilers.
1: That scene right there, like I had to turn it off because I've seen it. I've seen ah. that firsthand and I was like, this is so dead on. And right. I think it is definitely more prevalent now in schools because you know, I have family, I have you know, friends with kids who are going through it and like just you think whatever drugs or whatever issues like you had in high school, now multiply that by ten. It's and it's add in social media. Social media. It's so much more oh, totally so, hell it's it's a whole new like i mean i I do eventually want to settle down, but God damn it, it is terrifying. would
0: you be as worried if there are boys?
1: not as worried, no, right I'd obviously be worried, because yeah. I don't want like you know my kids to be bullied in any sense or whatever, but yeah. when it's it's different when you have girls, it's just it's a different thing it's a different thing i just i i mean. I love them so much, just the idea of them getting bullied terrifies me. Like, any in any form. Although, I will say this, my little baby niece is, she's at risk of getting kicked out of kindergarten because she is the bully. I love- she is a oh, little man, psychopath. Oh she bites kids, she like, and I got <laughs> to see it with my, when they would fight when they were over at my parents' place, my, my oldest niece, Leona, would like, hit her for like, taking one of her toys. She'd just like, give her a li- And my little niece, if you try to stop her she will try to get past and she will not stop unless she can get one more back on leona she will not give up wow she's a fighter wow she's fuck. A, well she's also been through some shit i told you right no she was born with her intestines outside of her
0: holy body. shit
1: yeah so she spent like the first couple months of her life in a hospital and she's been back periodically ever since
0: oh god damn
1: and uh I don't know how much of this I should say. I think it's something to be aware of, you know. I think my family would be fine with this, but she's a she's a strong, she was forced to like go through some tough shit really just young. as a baby. And it kind of shows now as as a toddler where she's just she's kind of a mean bitch. You know what I tough mean? in the best way possible. Mm. I love her for it, mm-hmm. but god damn it, she is close to getting kicked out of kindergarten, apparently. If she bites mm. a few more kids then it's a problem
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a what a what a sentence <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah one weird, more what, it's fine few more biting, it's a problem
0: just to bite or because oh
1: she's just fighting people <laughs> like she'll like take their toys i got to see it like anytime the yona would take one of her toys uh she would just scream out mine even though it wasn't her toy and then bite or hit or whatever she's just very aggressive
0: mm, yeah okay she, a badass uh okay i'm i'm not i'm not gonna ask the question i want to ask
1: <laughs> what was the question well
0: when when was she born
1: we're not doing that
0: i was just curious if there was like a birthday season or month
1: april 24th 2020
0: oh so she's a taurus interesting
1: yeah yeah
0: all right that doesn't really track <laughs> it's almost <laughs> oh, like oh
1: shocker <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs>
0: but in all fairness, Chris, you know that it, the sun sign isn't everything. We'd have to know we have to know the time. <laughs> oh, I know that. We we'd have to know rising, moon. Horizon might be a Scorpio oh, or an God. Aries, if I could guess.
1: It was funny. Trina James messaged me and uh they said like something about like cause I'm doing that show at Good Robot next month and it's their show and uh asked me like, you know, to like fill out these forms. Like a very, like, very stringent, like very she, they're very organized. And They said at one point, I know type A Virgo energy or whatever. I'm like, how would I know that? Like, (laughs) that's something I'm not aware of. (laughs) It's something I'm not interested in. You're just very organized. Great. I do not tie that to star sign. Hey, all due respect, believe in astrology all you want. I don't know anything about it. I just, I found it funny that they assumed that I did know.
0: Well, it's hot. It's hot right now, too. It is. It is. So maybe she assumed you were cooler than you are.
1: Huh, yes, yes. Astrology is like Catholicism for women right now. It's just—it's become—it's become too much of a problem.
0: I don't think so. Yeah, it's just getting to know somebody. It's just getting to know. It's just like personality quizzes or anything like that. Yeah. You know, like do you ever do those personality quizzes?
1: Yeah, but they don't ever line up with me.
0: No, no. Like the Myers Briggs.
1: Oh, I've done it all.
0: Which one are you? Do you know? Do you I'm, remember your?
1: I'm Myers. <laughs>
0: Do you know I'm E-N- ENFP? So, oh, I e- did that.
1: I mean, I did it because uh, somebody asked me to do it one time. I forget what I was. They had, like, it started with an E.
0: So, extrovert. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely an extrovert. extrovert or introvert. And then it's by the way, I'm only an- kidding.
1: Like, I don't think it's a problem. Like, <laughs> believe in what you want. Like, I come from a very, like, here's the thing I come from an extremely religious family. So, like, you know, whatever makes you happy, believe in it.
0: I don't That's know, it. man. I just, so here's the thing with, this is what I'll say. Got it. If you put in like your actual birth time and like, like the whole thing, get mm-hmm. the detailed chart and you look into things like aspects and planets and like all, like, it's not just your sun sign or whatever. That's just the tip of the iceberg. There are some very um, interesting, like it's very, it, in my case, when I read it, it's very accurate. It's scary.
1: That's cool. I mean, like, look, I'm sure, I'm sure, it is. I know Emma yeah. did one for me one time and I was like, okay, that's kind of accurate. But like, right.
0: But, but I mean, that's it, right?
1: That's a, that. like, but it's you just a, go, that's cool. No, I, I just go, okay, now what?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you just
1: go on and live your life.
0: Oh, and you shouldn't like live your life through horoscopes. Well, don't get me wrong. I, I think it's just a cool thing to understand yeah. yourself better, but also understand like if you're someone who's like, oh, I happen to be like friends with a lot of this sign. Oh, interesting. Why is that? You know what I mean? It's just that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I guess. Um... I don't know. I'm friends with so many different types of people that I don't think it like it like there's I have so many groups of friends who cannot meet other groups of friends I have. Right. Because if they did, it would be a problem because their beliefs or their like opinions Uh. don't align. I'm just kind of like I'm just cool with most people. Like I was like that in high school, too, where I was Uh. like uh, me, my friend Liam, my friend Anthony. We were just everybody liked us, but we weren't like with any group. We weren't jocks. We weren't preps. We weren't. Uh The we used to call them pit no. rats because they used to call hang them up. what pit rats. You know the people who did pit. drugs and stuff like that. Oh, we called.
0: Oh, what do we call them?
1: We call them pit rats because there was they hung out in a place we called the they called the pit. Was it like a mudroom? No, 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 thing? no. It was just like off like oh. the school campus. That's where they'd smoke cigarettes, smoke yeah. pot. Every and every, coke, every high school has did. that
0: area, eh? Yeah,
1: and yeah. for them it was called the pit. So then everybody was just like, oh, it's a pit rat, you know.
0: I like, think ours was like a mut- called mudroom. Or something like, I think we call them greasers.
1: Oh, well, I mean, that's, isn't that the Outsiders? That's that book, yeah. The Outsiders.
0: Oh, maybe. Oh, greasers? you don't know the, Greasers yeah. or druggies, maybe? Well, the or- greasers and the Outsiders, that was like, you know. Yes. Uh,
1: they used to slick their hair back with leather jackets. Yeah. And like, you know, get like, knife fights with kids in a parking lot. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel like that wasn't really. It's that probably wasn't not really accurate. that We just called them that for, for some reason. Still, I think no one else I'd rather hang out with than those people.
1: No, I get I it. Like, like I, I, I love hanging out with so many different types of people. I love hearing everybody's perspective, whether it's right or wrong. It's fun. Oh my
0: god! There you
1: go. Yeah, no, it's cool. Like I have friends who are super progressive, like, and then I have friends who are ultra conservative, and I'm just like, because it, it's funny. Because like I always think I'm progressive until I'm around my progressive friends. And then I think I'm conservative until I'm around my conservative friends. Like, you know, because c- they one up. The abuse. extremes. Oh my God. Yeah. But I'm I'm cool with most people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel I like, like I feel like there's only really two things that I I feel like like I couldn't date someone who didn't believe in pro choice for abortion. Yeah, that's big. Um right. and as long as they were cool with LGBTQ people and like all of that, you know, like those are the two I, I would say like the two main ones that like yeah. I feel like I couldn't be with someone with those. But if they were like if they were conservative in every other way, I don't think I would mind. It so is what?
1: funny. I've never met anybody whether it was conservative or liberal here in Nova Scotia. It's to clarify because it's a different game here. Who is anti-LG? Like everybody is. Oh, yeah. they always qualify. Like I, I'm, I'm for it. I, there's nothing wrong with it. But then everything else about them is super conservative. Right. Yeah. So like, there's certain things where it's like, yeah, pro-choice or you know, pro-LGBTQ rights or yeah, um, equality,
0: like all of that. Like,
1: yeah. So, it's but
0: we have this view of what can being conservative is and there's nuance and you're not always a hundred percent one thing you know well
1: 100 no i mean yeah. you shouldn't be i you shouldn't, shouldn't be. think you shouldn't be a 100 uh of anything i think uh yeah, yeah you know you take you pick and choose like what works for you but like yeah. this idea that uh, any of us believes that we have the answers to all you know like the issues yeah. that we read about or whatever fuck right off mm-hmm. but when it comes to common sense shit Mm-hmm. Like abortion, mm-hmm. like like two uh, slgbtqia rights, like you have to, you know, yeah. I think that that's common sense where it's just like, yeah, you know, like help these people out like anti what the fuck am I doing right now? Like I am just like <laughs> just saying the most I can hear Travis right now uh, just going, Ech. you know, it's going to message me about this. I get it. I know. You know what, dude? You're right. I sounded like a blithering idiot. I'm going for woos, not laughs right oh now. That's my what God. I'm
0: doing. Well, my friend Geneva, like I was on her podcast recently and she brought up like an I am. Am I the asshole question? Which was like this guy. Like this girl had a certain viewpoint that she didn't wanna continue talking to him after she found out that he had this viewpoint.
1: What's the viewpoint
0: though? I can't well, that was the thing that it didn't say, right? Okay. But it was just the idea of like, you know, if you if you're on Tinder or something and you yeah. see someone's conservative and you're like, Oh no, no, no conservative. No, yeah,
1: yeah. See if you, you know? Yeah.
0: And I I'm, I'm kinda like, just I mean, What's the, the v- person, talk to them, yeah. find out their values. And there's, a lot of co- up.
1: there's a lot of conservatives. There's a lot of religious people. There's a lot of people like in that camp who are for a lot of the values that, you know, you may be for.
0: Exactly. So,
1: yeah, I mean, like, it's just about having discussions with people.
0: Yes, that's right. And
1: that's what it's all about.
0: Yeah, we talked about this on the last episode with the Elevate podcast, guys. Hey. You, we got to talk. We got to talk about it.
1: That's what it is going to be saying.
0: Uh, next assumption. We already kind of hit on this. But I <laughs> I guess this isn't just your flirting style, but it would be just your style overall is roasting. Uh Do you, when you flirt do you roast girls that you're in- into? Pick on them? Yes, yeah. but I
1: mixed like here's the difference is like I will roast, and I will pick on them, but then I'll also throw in a little bit of like, you know, uh, you know, I'm all like kidding, right? And I'll like give them eyes and I'll be like
0: <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: Not you, you dumb fucking. I'm talking about anybody else.
0: Oh my God. But that's what it is. I, I just think that's so cute that you have to confirm. Well, I mean, I guess with comics, you wouldn't have to do the, you know, you know, I'm kidding. Nah, for but with people, like a normy woman. Yeah. 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 Probably good to reassure that you're uh,
1: not yeah, fucking I have to. Her. I have to. Like, there's always like a moment of like, just so you know, I'm, I'm fucking. Do women pick. Uh, and they'll give it right back. I mean, like, oh you know, most God. of the most of the women I've I've dated or I've been with or whatever, they're. Pretty, they're they're great sports. Is the way I would put mm. it. Yeah, I mm-hmm. wouldn't date them otherwise.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's a good litmus test. Oh my god, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I to mean, see if
0: someone could get down with just you overall. Oh,
1: dude, like just uh, fucking. I mean, just I can think of like so many of them who I still talk to to this day, who literally, it's just like they'll message me and talk about something stupid I said and it's just like all in good fun and I'm just like, I like that. That's great. That's the way it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: no, I like that. Okay. Um. Oh. Oh. Okay. So I I feel like you are someone who when you meet a woman, you know right away mm. whether it's friend zone or potential dating. You know right away. Mm. You can friend zone someone right away. Cause you're quick to drop the buddy.
1: (laughs) That is fun. That is one of my favorite things. Like, I mean, shout out to my ex who, you know, by the way. But like, as soon as we were done dating, like how quickly she started calling me buddy. I was just like, I know what you're doing. Like, you know, we can just, you can just call me Chris. You know, we're still friends, you know?
0: But it's, it's, it's a very great way. Oh, I get it. I get when a it. guy says buddy, it's done for you. Oh girl. yeah. Or Move bro- on.
1: Bro- uh, yeah. I'm more likely to like date somebody who I call brother than buddy. You know what I mean? But.
0: Uh, <laughs> so weird. I know. Um, Do you know right away? Or could you meet, could you have a friend that you then go, Oh, maybe I could be like, could attraction grow? It's tough
1: for me because like I, here's my, I mean, like this is kind of the what's wrong with me, I guess, part of it. Like we can wait to get to that, but I just, I see the end of things quickly. Oh, you know? okay. So there's some people, yeah, sometimes you'll meet somebody and you'll be like, I'm not interested. And like, that's just it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's not that like, I mean, yeah, I guess I do know pretty quickly. Um, But even if there is like a seed of potential, yeah, it's just, they last a little bit longer, but then eventually my issues get in the way of me committing to anybody. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I guess, yeah, sometimes it's just like when you meet somebody and you can vibe with them and you're like right away, you're like, okay, yeah, maybe. And then other times it's just like, yeah, I'd like to see where this goes. But for me, the way I operate, which is probably not great. I have problems committing to people in any
0: sense. In any sense.
1: Some people just commit to a little bit longer than others. If that makes any sense. Yes. Yeah.
0: Oh dear. Um, (laughs) Uh, my last assumption is that you sh- <laughs> you use Snapchat. I don't know if you do or not, but you seem like you would. No. What?
1: No. I mean, I have it on my phone. You but don't like, use it? No. I mean, I have it on my phone, but like people will snap me, and I'm like, why do I still have this app? Like I like I I I never like the app. I hate the app, and I'm just it's like awful. it's just terrible. But like I have some friends on there, and I'm just like, yeah, you know, I'll see what they're up to. But like I don't message them. I don't ever send anybody anything. I'll like click on like a Snap Story. Okay, that's what they're doing. Cool, and I move on with my life. But I've never been one to snap somebody.
0: Okay, I'm not a child. Okay, yeah, that was just a shallow assumption based on what you look like. You look like a, <laughs> you look like a Snapchat bro.
1: Oh God, you look like a
0: guy that would like. Like yeah. put, in, put in his Tinder. Follow me on Snapchat. Oh, uh, Chris Alef 69. Jesus Christ!
1: I like how you think there's 68 other people named Chris Alaf there. Um, no, I definitely don't do that. I don't like the app. I'm not. Uh, I, a lot of it's, people will think. I, a lot of people think I'm a bro, but my lifestyle and the way I operate is so unbro like. Like I don't.
0: Yeah, you said you worked out twice and went and played basketball. I
1: do that for my health, mm. but like I don't drink. I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't try to fuck women. You know what <laughs> I mean.
0: <laughs> I
1: don't go out
0: like Hopefully that. Hopefully not with that. <laughs> he was yeah. Saying it like that. Hey,
1: what's up, ladies? God. Wanna go for a walk in the woods with me? No, I um, I don't do a lot of things that. Like yeah, when it comes to like health stuff yeah i'll do that but like i don't drink i don't like go out to try to pick up women i'm barely active on dating apps i don't message people right like right, i'm right, very right. much like a, am kind of like a hermit in that way the yeah. only times you see me out is when i do my stand up and then i go home That's yeah
0: it. yeah oh, it's way to be yeah honestly it's a fucking way to be oh you said something that triggered something I fucking what did you just say uh, uh, I forget. Oh, the the not drinking thing. Can yeah. I a- like? I don't think I've ever asked you why. Is it just that you don't enjoy it, or is there a deeper reason?
1: Uh, there's, uh, I think there's both. I think uh, I don't genuinely don't enjoy it that much. I yeah, mean, to me, it's not that I don't. En- it's just that I don't find it necessary yes. to be right. out with friends and need to. J- I can have a good time without it. Yeah, but also like there have been people in my life who uh, had substance abuse issues, uh. and so. For me, that's why I don't do, I've never done drugs. Yeah. And uh, for me, I just, it's almost like, how can I go out and party and drink and get drunk and all that stuff knowing that they struggled so hard with it? People who I love deeply. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's just kind of a big reason why I don't I think Mm. their struggles tainted it for me not that Mm. I would have struggles with it but it's more so like uh, you know what if you're not going to do it I won't do it either that type of thing
0: well when you see someone become the worst version of themselves because of these things you're like that doesn't seem good and it definitely does make you think of the substance differently yeah like when, when you when you witness it firsthand
1: it definitely does I've seen some ugly ugly shit uh, and stuff that I wouldn't wish anybody to see Um, yeah it's just some people can handle it I mean like most of the comics in this scene drink and they're fine like they're fun they're fun drunks but I've seen the other side where it's just like this is an issue Oh, and yeah, I've seen this is side. bad and not only are you hurting yourself you're hurting other people and for me yeah. I just I saw that and I was just like okay I'm good not that I was a partier to begin with I used to drink a lot more when I was in college and shit but I kind of grew to the point where I was just like, you know what? I'd never enjoyed it that much. And seeing these people go through what they went through i was just like you know what i don't need to do it i'll have a breakfast. drink every now and again i'll have like a beer yeah
0: yeah you're like a one or two one or two
1: on like a yeah. special occasion yeah. type of thing and i'm fine with that but like i'm not a person who's like i have to have a beer every time i go out i yeah. i'm not i have a full like two full cases of beer at my place but that's only for and unopened for like months and that's only for, like, hosting or entertaining people.
0: Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. You, ha- you have it for when someone comes over and you, you want a beer.
1: Which okay. is a good sign that I, I, I'm hosting plenty of people when I don't open any of them. Like, there's well, maybe no- they
0: just don't want a beer. Yeah,
1: that's true. There's that, too. I mean, there's I have Crown Royal as well, but that's only if my dad ever comes over, which he would never come over.
0: That's nice, though.
1: I, not, not as a bad thing my dad just doesn't leave the house That's
0: oh uh, yeah, yeah. I mean way to be <laughs> way to be
1: yeah but that's like, that's why I don't really drink that much I know that's some fair. people some people will ask me and they'll think like did, does Chris like did he have like some kind of a substance abuse in- like no I never did but I, I knew people who did and for me that's the reason why I don't do it
0: yeah it's interesting I, oh, because sadly, I think Halifax and comedy; those two things combined, oh, it's oh, just yeah. a huge part of the culture. Unfortunately,
1: super. Like, I mean, like, god damn it, like, fucking the amount of times, like, like every one, all my friends, every single one of them, everybody I'm close with in this scene, everybody who's I'm not close with, they're always like, there's a beer or a drink in hand, and I'm like, fuck, we're out here pretty often, like, like
0: or like, like plans to hang out, or do you want to get a drink? Yeah. It, like, that's what we go to so quickly. That might
1: be another time I get a drink is if I'm like on a date with somebody and I'm like, and I, I actually let them know ahead of time. I'm just like, just so you know, I don't drink that much. So, like, I might have like one or two and that's it. And right. like, yeah, cool. Like, they're always cool with it. I, though there have been situations where people will be like, what? Why? Like, I'm going to drink. And I'm just like, well, I'm not going to stick around. Like, I mean, you can drink if you want, but I'm not going to watch yeah. you get drunk. That'd just be weird. Yeah. yeah. Don't want to do that. Hey, uh, don't drink.
0: Don't drink at all.
1: (laughs) I was gonna say, (laughs) on a drinking podcast, by the way.
0: (laughs) I know, I know. Yeah, so um, uh, fucking. So Dan and Travis are. I'm producing one of the like they have a new podcast
1: oh yeah i saw the instagram story of travis walking to your place <laughs> holding like a case of whatever with the saddest look on his face
0: and just like <laughs> just
1: what the fuck am i doing with my life i
0: uh yeah, i slid them a, 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 a note as they were recording being like your first sponsor is intoxicated so give me a plug <laughs> and i had them both plug me dan did a great job because dan's hosted the show before yes uh wow. and uh Travis was just like <laughs> like listen to Intoxicate for white woman bullshit. And uh, I don't think she's drank in a hundred episodes. <laughs> and, uh, I was like, that's so true. It really isn't a drinking podcast. I mean, sometimes, but like it's not it's certainly not a drunk podcast anymore. No, no. It's been I a mean while only since those been live streams
1: or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's when it would get like really
0: <laughs> Man, the, rails. the the pandemic made me not. It just—I was just like I just didn't drink, and yeah. then and then ever since then it's like three drinks, and I'm drunk. Really? Three?
1: Yeah, I guess it lowers your tolerance or whatever. That three makes sense. is the
0: magic number. That is true. I mean, like I—I I,
1: I had like a couple of beer at the second night of the showcase, just two, and I remember like feeling like ooh, like wow, yeah, that's like ooh, hitting they're hard. hit, yeah. They're hitting well, hard. you're also
0: getting older too. How old are you? Thirty-two. Thirty-two? You aren't getting older.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, we all are.
0: It- <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. We're going to do the rant hey, segment. Okay. Time for the rant.
1: Rant. Is that what it is?
0: <laughs> 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 I don't even remember my own rant segment music. Uh, okay. It's something like that. Something heavy heading. Rant. I don't
1: know how long you, I, I'm oh. pr- I, it won't be too long.
0: Actually, before we get to the rant, yes. did, you, did you have an assumption about me?
1: Oh, easy assumption about you. If you ever start dating somebody, we are never going to see you again. That is my assumption about you. <laughs> You are the type of person that if you find somebody, you're going to be like, where's Sarah? She's like, I'm with my boyfriend. That's what I'm
0: Um. Okay. Let me just say. Uh, Is that true? In all fairness, it's been 10 fucking years, you fucks. (laughs) But I'm right, though. I'm right, right? It's been 10 years. Fuck yeah. If I start dating someone, this podcast is done. Comedy's probably done. (laughs) I'm making it for lost time. I haven't been in a relationship in Like, Do you realize how long 10 years is? I know I say it. I hit it home a lot.
1: 10 years is a long time.
0: A decade of being alone like I'm yeah I'm either meant to be alone which I've kind of accepted I've kind of accepted that um I I also just don't have time with all, all the things I do but um but also it's like yeah if yeah we're doing a hard launch there's no soft launches I'm not doing a soft launch I'm all about the hard launch you're like me in this sense I think with you as
1: soon as something, like, because the amount of times I'll hear you, like, I want to date with somebody or whatever, or, like, n- fuck the guys who are, like, talked to for nine months and then they just don't see. You. That's different. But I'm talking about, like, but, like, you'll, like, go on a date and you'll immediately. I think this kind of goes back to the question you had from me, which was, like, how, like, do you friend zone somebody immediately mm-hmm. or do you try? And. I feel like you're kind of similar in that, like, immediately you'll start making up excuses, not excuses, but like reasons. No, I don't want to pursue this, or it might interfere with this, or uh, he said that, or like, you know, type of deal. Oh, like, overthinking deal, all the time. Self yeah, yeah. sabotage. That's what yeah. I do. I self sabotage.
0: The, the crushes and like interests that I've had in my life that have been legit, like, oh, I really like this person, yeah. or I'm in love with this person. Like, I've been in love with many people I haven't dated. Mm. <laughs> um, it's been friends or like people like that I. I I got to know naturally. Okay. I guess the dating situation is just strange because you're like, I I just think it's it's just easier to make excuses when you don't know someone and they're like auditioning. Yeah. They're like auditioning to be your um, partner,
1: but you're also <laughs> auditioning for them. Yeah, yeah. It's like a two way. It's a very. It's like it's like uh, it's almost like trying to solve a puzzle while the puzzle is trying to solve you. Yes. And right now, like. I, my issue is, I mean, do you want to do the what's wrong with me right now? Should we do that first? Let's Let's do do that right now. Okay,
0: Okay. Chris, Uh, what's wrong with you?
1: I will see the end of things before they happen. So, Mm -hmm. like, it's kind of like when you're psychic, everybody. Yeah. Yes. Fucking tarot cards. (laughs) I'm white. I don't know. Um, What it is is like, it's like when you watch a movie and you already kind of know where it's going and then like I lose interest. Like I'm kind of like that where I'm just like, oh, okay, I see where this is going. Or, oh, if I see somebody doing a joke and I can see the ending already, it kind of ruins it for me.
0: But you're like, like that with dates and people? I'm
1: like that with dates. So like sometimes I'll like start seeing somebody and I'm like, oh, I think I like them. And then like in my head, I'll be like, all right, well, what if we start dating? Oh what if I have to meet their friends? Oh what if like they have to meet my friends? Eventually like you know we start like picking it up and maybe they want to spend more time. Move in together, eventually meet each other's parents and then like eventually it ends because I'm just not there enough. What if they're not into me doing stand up and eventually I start to grow apart, we grow apart and it ends poorly and I do that. Like why- I'll I'll run through all of that in my head like in like uh, in any scenario where I'm dating somebody.
0: How early and?
1: Sometimes like, cause like you, you have like the blinders on, like mm-hmm. not blinders, but like you have like the, the honeymoon phase with somebody. When you mm-hmm. start dating somebody, I'm like, I'm having a great time with this person. But then once that starts to dissipate, that's when it starts to come out. Now with other people, I see it sooner, but then like there's been people I've dated where I will start to like, once the whole like, oh lovey dovey bullshit, whatever ends, then I'm like, oh, fuck, what it's do I It's brass talks. I think, where are we going to be a year, eight months from now? Oh, my God. Like, what if yeah. they like me more than I like them? Like, that's well, a big over, fear.
0: But do you talk to them about these concerns?
1: Yeah, a little by little. I mean, uh, the, the, I mean, my past, like, the... Um, me and uh, uh, my ex, who you know, uh, we talked a lot about that, especially towards the end. And I think she saw it coming. I saw it coming. We weren't surprised when it happened. Obviously, it sucked when it happened. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, like, I I expressed concerns. I know she expressed concerns as well. And then, like, eventually, it just wasn't a right fit. And fucking, by the way, shout out to her and shout out to her partner. She is fucking like, like right now, her life mm-hmm. is great. And I could not be happier for her. I think she's great she's still one of my good friends good job Mm -hmm. yeah um but um that's just the way it was with me like i i see the end of things and then i self-sabotage so that's what it is like i play through all of that stuff and that's the reason why like it's tough for me to hold down anything like i try to see like how they can fit into my life when really it should be a little bit of like every relationship you should have some compromise yeah as long as you're not compromising happiness. Like, just make time for each other. In the beginning, sure. But eventually, you got to points with relationships where, like, anytime I dated someone, you're like, well, I'd like to see you more often. I'm like, I don't know if I can. And then, boom. That's well,
0: that's why I think it's so important to be super honest right away about your like about your lifestyle.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm like, I'm like that.
0: Especially with, like, something like comedy and you're also working. Like, that's, like, Probably one of your non-negotiables, like yeah. you know, like oh, you, yeah. you know, maybe it's a matter of like you you do a little less mics, you still do mics, but maybe you plan them ahead, and maybe it's just a <laughs> just just hear me out, no, Aquarius. No, no, no. Okay, good, good. Just hear me out, Aquarius. Like maybe your oh, compromise, <laughs> maybe your compromise is just like realizing that there's value and maybe messing a like gasser's show oh to God, like yeah. hang out with somebody.
1: Yeah, and like honestly like oh, yeah, especially the longer you do it cuz you can kind of like if I really have something I want to work on, then yeah, I'm going to do a mic. But sometimes I would just go up just to go up and that was on me. Um right. and yeah, but you know what it is, it's not even so much the mics, it was more like my the other facet of my job is I'm also a producer for uh, the Halifax Mooseheads. And Ryan. From September up until just like, you know, a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, the amount of times they would play, it would f- like between that and comedy, my nights were gone. Yeah. So trying to see anybody would be a problem.
0: You know what it is? I think you gotta find I think you gotta go for mm. a fellow workaholic. You gotta find someone who's also doing a lot. Well, because that's what they it would is. they would understand it. And if you, find, if you find someone who can also do the let's see each other once a week. Yeah. And that's fine. We'll just have good communication in between those times, whether that's like texting or phone calls or whatever.
1: Well, that, uh, the people I've dated have been like that. Everybody, like, I don't like dependent people. No. I don't like, but like every person I've dated, like, in the last few years has been super independent. So that good. was, never, but here's the thing. No. Yeah. Like the longer you date somebody, eventually that whole once a week thing will get to somebody. So it'll be like, well, I'd like to see it more than once, which fair, right. that's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. And that's another issue with me, is just the inability to like compromise, which <laughs> Would- I will eventually work on. But in the- <laughs> that doesn't sound good. I will eventually better myself, but in the meantime, we like I'm not gonna.
0: <laughs> you're still young.
1: Yeah, I yeah I'm the youngest comic in the scene. I'm the youngest comic in the scene. No, you're not. 32. No, you're I'm not. so young. Yeah, I don't know. I, um, it's something I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, the only way I can work on it is by actually starting to see somebody and work on it that way, you know what I mean? But like, it is something that, yeah, eventually if I want to settle down or if I want to see somebody, I have to like be able to accommodate. Do you ever wonder compromise.
0: if you, you're capable of liking someone so much to change? <laughs> what a question that, uh, No and I asked because like I find it Very hard to be Attracted to anybody right now Like I, I just I truly Am just like nothing There's nothing nothing Um and I often Wonder like about Stuff like that like maybe it's just Like you haven't met someone who r- You really really like so much
1: Well there have been a couple Of people since my relationship That I've seen and like it was a casual thing with these people i'm thinking of but like and i really like them um and to be honest with you had it can like it's one of those things where it's like i really like them but yeah like i don't know if i have it in me yeah at least right now i think it's just the place i'm at in my life right now you are doing so much yeah and i'm i'm pretty i'm happy i'm happy as is if i was miserable then yeah, for sure I probably. But right now, like I'm actually pretty content with the way my life is. Like I'm fine being single. I Fulfilled, I, yeah. And I'm not like when I say I'm single, I'm not like out there just you know oh, Jicks Like I'm not yeah. like that. I've never been that guy. Yeah. I used to be that guy, but uh, maybe yeah. maybe a few years ago I was. Now but you're right committed now, to I'm,
0: lady comedy.
1: That's right, uh, lady comedy. Oh, She's God. a needy. She's a needy wench. That one. <laughs> Um, always demanding your time that's exactly it I don't know I, uh, I think eventually yeah but right now if I'm pretty happy as is if mm-hmm. I meet somebody obviously that could change people always say that it's like oh you never know like you know you might meet somebody I'm like yeah sure but right now mm-hmm. I'm not it's not high on my priority list Does
0: mm-hmm.
1: that make any but, sense and
0: there's nothing wrong with that
1: no no for sure
0: I, I, I just say like don't do things half assed so if it's not high on your priority list don't bother going on dates if you know yeah. if you know you don't have it in you right now, I just deleted my apps. I was just like, I there's no way. <laughs> I texted with a guy for a full year about yeah. getting a drink that never happened. Yeah, so, that, that
1: that's yeah. That shouldn't have been a
0: thing. So yeah, it's it's like if you focus on other things, uh, and they say, you know, wink wink, if you don't want it, it'll come around. Um, <laughs> oh, you should write a bit about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come around. Is there anything else wrong with you?
1: I would say, I mean, like that's the stuff that I thought. I'm sure there's plenty wrong with me, but that's the stuff that comes to mind right now. That's probably like the commitment. Anybody who knows me would be like, that's the first thing right there.
0: Commit- mm. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, commitment, seeing things, uh, seeing the ending to things before they even happen. Endings that might not have even happened, by the way.
0: Worst case scenario thinker.
1: I'd say that's a little probably bit. it. Yeah, I'm a little bit like that. Yeah, that probably makes sense.
0: Yeah. Do, are you someone who, do you think you have anxiety? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I definitely have anxiety. Like, I get anxious. I, I'm i an overthinker. I, um, like, if I, what was it today? Not today. But, like, With COVID in particular, Uh COVID-19, like especially early on in the pandemic, anytime, I feel like we all experienced this, but anytime I had a sniffle, or yeah. a headache or something, I would overthink it. I'd be like, this is terrible. Like, how many people have I seen? Like, this is right. gonna be bad. Like, I don't want to give it to anybody. Like, you know, I don't want to get it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think COVID maybe made me more anxious. Before COVID-19, maybe not as much, but now I'm definitely a little bit more anxious. More anxious. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But
0: you're you're you don't have social anxiety. It's more no. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, I I don't have social anxiety. I don't like talking to people. Like I do come off. Here's the thing. I know that some people at Mike's <laughs> think I'm a dick. Because I don't talk to them, but it's not because I have anything other than the fact that I'm just, I like to talk to the people I know. And yeah, I don't, I don't like, it's not that I don't like talking to you. Chris doesn't to the wanna people. talk to you. <laughs> it's not that I don't wanna to talk to you. It's just that like I'm, <laughs> I'm awkward like a lot of the comics. So like sometimes I'm just like, I, I don't really feel like getting to know somebody right now. Let me just talk to my friends right now. And plus, like, you know, if I'm about to get up at a mic,
0: it's a lot of energy doing yeah. comedy. So like we only have so much that we can actually take in. Yeah. You know, like there's a lot of, like I, I'm all about this is a weird thing to say, but like consent for conversation.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Like
0: I'm just not a fan of people who just start dumping on you.
1: Oh, God. Like
0: like without actually checking if you have the space to hear it.
1: Yeah, I didn't Um, consent to this. Like, what? yeah, yeah, like, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. I am not consenting. (laughs) No (laughs) means no. Like, for real. Like, that is a real thing where it's just like, I don't want to hear what you have to say right now. I don't, I'm not obligated to talk to you. And it's not that, like, you know, I don't like, it's just that right now I'm like, I don't need, I don't need this right now. Yeah. I just want to, like, you know, I want to do my second. And that's,
0: and that's where social cues and being self-aware comes into play of, like, you just, you got to be aware of when people do or do not want to talk.
1: Which so many people that I know, both in comedy and outside of comedy, there's a lot of people who are so unaware Mm -hmm. of the way they come off, Mm -hmm. what they do, and how they make people feel and i'm just like you know. i would
0: rather be seen as like an overthinker, over-over analyzer than someone who's like just doing things oh, and not God. being aware of them.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. And i feel like we i feel like anybody listening to this podcast could be like, "Oh, i can think of a few people in this scene who are like, but yeah." But yeah, i mean, i uh what the
0: fuck were you we talking about? Self-awareness.
1: Ah, self-awareness. Yeah. No, i uh yeah, a lot a lot of people in this scene need to quit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Holy shit. I'm getting 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 but also well I mean
0: not. there um I don't know how I don't know if there's a balance between being critical and also trying to be Pause. Like it's it's, it's, it's this weird. It's this weird fine line because I don't necessarily think comics should like just be constantly being like I want to kill myself. I'm a piece of shit. I suck. No, definitely not. Um, because that's a very unhealthy. I feel like
1: Travis and I were we were talking about this with you last time we were on. But yeah, like fucking the James Mullinger thing. Yeah, give yourself a win, dude. That's great. Give yourself a pat on the back.
0: This is very sad, but I didn't take any of. I I'm happy with how I did. Yeah. I didn't take in at all. I didn't. feel got I didn't feel it. I didn't actually feel like people were complimenting me, and I didn't. Yeah. I didn't feel it at all. I was totally numb, and that might have been that might have been exhaustion.
1: Do you do that? Do you feel like you're like that because you're afraid of how it might be perceived if you take the compliment? Because sometimes, like you know, no, it
0: was just such a fucking blur.
1: Okay. And well, take like it's good. It's I, a good thing. And I no, not that, but like you did good. Be proud of yourself.
0: I mean, I I think I had fun on stage and I was present on stage, yeah. which I'm not always. Um, and I was proud of that. But I think it's just because I don't like my material. I think I literally think that's it. I think it's because the stuff that I did, I was like, I don't like these jokes anymore. I'm just I'm doing them because it's the act.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, like you're you building. Know? You're, you're building. You're building. You're building an act. You're building jokes one by one. But yeah, like, of course, like, eventually we all go through that where we're like, I'm kind of tired of these jokes. But like, when you're getting paid, you're getting uh, paid to do like a pro show, especially at Yucks. You give, go up there, do what works. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, like, as soon as you have a catalog where you can like flip through a bunch of shit. Yeah. Great. But like, in the meantime, go up there. If you want to hate your material, that's fine. But if it's getting laughs and you did good give yourself a pat on the back. Of course you want to be, crit- listen back to yourself, like I could have done that better, of course, but there are times that I feel like all of us need to like take stock and be like, what? we 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 did all right there, you know? Yeah. We did good. Now there are some people, like I think we talked about this last time, who have deaf ears and don't hear the silence after their alleged jokes.
0: Yeah, and then there's the whole other end of things where you give yourself too much credit.
1: Yes. So I think yeah. there is definitely a balance there, but like, Take the wins because it's Halifax comedy. They're few and far in between. So, like, if you have a good moment, if you have like you know a good show and you did great on it, you know, give yourself a pat on the back for real.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. don't. It's, it's a tough thing to do, everybody. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's. I just think it's. It's. Yeah, it's. A, it's. It's weird when you get compliments and they just don't. You don't believe them at all. Like yeah. don't, not even not even a little bit believe you're just like, this person's just saying this to make me feel good, to be encouraged. Well, there's certain
1: people that will you'll you might get a compliment from who will compliment everybody. everybody, but then there's certain other people who, if you get a compliment from them, take that compliment because they they probably mean it, especially somebody who you respect deeply.
0: Gassing up is a thing. Gassing people up just to gas them up, yeah, is for sure a thing. And I said it to I mean, uh, I mentioned it to John, like when I did Red Room. The first time I did Red Room, I was—he put me on last, um, and brought me up as one of the funniest comedians <laughs> in Halifax. And I wanted to throw up, quite uh, frankly. I—I I, just—I bless his soul, because because you know it's coming from like such a sweet place. Of course. And I did get that fucking coast nomination, which like so <laughs> many, so many people like. So many people were just like, oh my God, yes, Sarah. And I was just like, you guys, one or two people probably nominated me. And I got nominated like by default because of the system. Like it wasn't a real thing. The
1: coast nominations, they don't mean
0: anything. They don't mean it, but like some people don't get that.
1: I mean like and let they them gas you up. True. Let them not get it though. I mean like yeah. I mean Travis realistically, I know I keep bringing <laughs> him up and it's true like the guy is the best in the Maritimes. He's one of the best in the country. He should win that award every single year. And I don't think what did he get 3rd this year? Yeah. He got beaten out by Improv and then somebody oh, else. Oh, Ish Yeah, like two like eight people, nine people who aren't real comedians yeah. or standups, I should say. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it yeah. doesn't mean anything. So don't worry about that.
0: Yeah. I just think, yeah, be be careful with gas people up. Be careful with being overly complimentary. Um, I'm a big fan of the keep working. Keep at it. Like, yeah. like, like, that's a really great thing to say to somebody because yeah. you're like, you got something. Keep going. Yeah. But you're the best. You're the funniest. <laughs> you know, like, like yeah. let's avoid well, you, uh, you, words you, that end with s.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you gotta, yeah, you gotta <laughs> weed out certain people's compliments <laughs> over others. But, like, if you get that's it from, true. like, somebody like like a Dan. Oh, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. That feels, like, like that. feels like great. Yeah, they're, uh, that goes a long way. Yeah. So, definitely, you know, take, like, and I know I'm hard on myself after sets, too. but. Yeah. Oh, if I get a compliment, or if I get like somebody like, "Hey, that joke right there is good," like from like somebody I truly respect, I'm like, okay, I'm on to something.
0: And yeah, because pros up. don't compliment everybody. No, no, nor should they. Yeah, and, yeah. They, and they really, really, really shouldn't. No, no, no. <laughs> 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 No, no, no. no, no. no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what's next? Uh, rant. We didn't do rant, so we skipped over the rant. Okay. So we're going to go into what's bugging you, what's pissing you off. What is your rant?
1: Okay. Uh, I feel like I've said this before, and this is something I think you and I agree on. A lot of us agree on it. Anybody. Woos <laughs> are not laughs. Look at me. Look at me in this camera right now. (laughs) Anybody who goes up there and says some pandering ass bullshit without a joke at the end of it and gets woos and thinks like, that's a new bit. No, it isn't. Okay. It's easy shit. Okay. If you want to write something that has a certain political point or some kind of message behind it, great. But laughs, funny. has to be funny. That comes first. Okay. It's After the fact, it was like, oh wow, there was actually like a point to that, great. But the priority should be funny. I have that bit about BIPOC, how much I hate that term. And it started off as just my true feeling of how much I hate that term. But I never thought to bring it to stage because I was like, I don't have a joke behind this. I don't have anything funny to say about it. And then little by little, I started to realize, oh, I can make something funny about it. But that's the only reason why I brought it to stage because I built it up to a point where, oh, there's laughs to it, and it ends on a silly note. It's two and a half minutes, and it has a point behind it. But for me, the priority was always be funny first. If you get a woo, fucking turn, it into, it, a turn laugh. it into a laugh. If Oh, my oh. God. I hate fucking woos so much. <laughs> even in my own sets. I'm going like, to
0: woo you next time I laugh.
1: <laughs> even in my own sets, when they woo a setup, shut up. Okay? Mm. I put up a clip. Of me doing one of my jokes, I forget which one it was. It was that foggy goggle. And literally throughout the clip, I'm probably I don't know if I've deleted it. I feel like I have, maybe I haven't. People are wooing throughout it, like everything I'm saying. And I just and you could see the irritation on my face where they're like, woo, and I'm like, okay. Like, and as everything's getting laughs the way it should, but like, stop wooing, okay? I don't need your support. Be mm. honest with me. Wooing doesn't mean a fucking thing and I see it too much and I see people content with woos and really you should just be trying to get laughs I'm look some people do whatever you want to do look I'm f- fucking I don't know what I'm talking about but if you want to get to the point where you're getting better gigs more time more uh more uh, paid shit or whatever laughs are currency in this scene in comedy in general okay mm-hmm. so Write some jokes. If you have a message behind something you have, great. That's great. Whatever. But funny should be first.
0: Funny, funny first. That's great.
1: It's always awesome to see somebody. I think Travis has some like social shit where like he'll talk about and, but it's funny. It's funny. And then like you walk away going like, that was a a good point, but that was funny first. That's the way it should be. Fuck this woo shit. That's all I have to say. Can
0: I ask? Okay. So what if you are setting, okay. I'm trying to use an example, like my Britney. I have a newish Britney Spears joke where I'm like, "Britney got a book deal. Let's give it up for Britney," because I'm bringing people in. Yeah, I'm yeah. going yeah, yeah. and I'm going like, "Hey, yeah, good for Britney," and like that usually gets woos. But then I flip it on on the course, and that's that's it. And as long as you flip it, like like if you're bringing them in to create a false sense of like security, only <laughs> to like. Bring it back. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, that's really fun. Yeah. And, like, I do that with the single stuff, too, because I'll go, like, oh, yeah, we're all single, but here's my point. Well, you're doing doing Um, what you should be doing. yeah yeah Yeah. but yeah just woos or if your punchlines aren't really punchlines but they're just simple (laughs) observations
1: not even observations but just statements that Huffington Post could have made in 2017 that people have no choice but to agree with Yeah, there's some people like with your Britney Spears joke they might have cut it off at the woo and be like well that's good enough for me it's like no 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 you gotta write a behind this shit and I see that I see it with some people who've you know you know like in newer comics you know it's gonna take them a while to find their footing that's fine but like people who have been doing it for a few years not just in this scene but other scenes as well other places and i'm just like why why are we supporting bad comedy just because it aligns with our views that's not the way it should be i hate that shit so like yeah Yeah. i i'm i love the point
0: of it. you're supposed to make people laugh yeah make people laugh it's not a ted talk
1: yeah it's not a ted talk
0: (laughs) if you're gonna do a ted talk as a comedian make it a ted talk not like you know what i mean like like you can very well do a ted talk but your stand-up routine stand-up Act, yeah, is jokes or yeah, be jokes. yeah. I mean, look, okay. Should be At jokes. the end of the
1: day, what the fuck do I know? I'm four years into comedy. I've like, people are, might be listening, being like, "What the fuck does he know?" But you're probably right. but four years a long I time. I think, I think that most people who uh, know a thing or two about comedy uh, will say, "Yeah, of course." Like you, the priority is to be funny first. If there's a message behind what you're saying, cool, but fucking get laughs, dude. That's y- what it's all about.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's my
1: rant. I, you know, I, I'm not even drunk right now and I feel drunk. It's hey, that's, strange.
0: That's, that's the podcast. Yeah. It's supposed to, it's supposed to do that.
1: Oh, uh, you know, I just had my coffee.
0: Yeah. Do you have any weird vices, crutches that you lean Food. on Food. for Food. life? Food. Food oh, I think we've talked about this before, but, but you're pretty, you allow yourself cheat days, but you're pretty good otherwise, right? Hmm. <laughs> uh What's going on? It's
1: funny because Dan, like today at uh, basketball, was like, because uh, he was like, you know, for a guy who works out like almost every day, like he's not. He was just like, you're not like shredded, jacked, what? And I'm like, you're right, but like the, the fuck reason is why- Dan <laughs> saying,
0: Dan, no, no, no. what the fuck are you saying? But he's Chris not. Looks great.
1: He's, uh, I know, I do, but I, uh, he's not <laughs> wrong because like I balance it out with food. So like I work out as much as I do, but like at the same time, I eat a lot of food, especially late at night. Sometimes I've been a lot better about it lately.
0: Quantity. Or yeah. to, or a lot of bad food.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, I was just like hanging out with some friends yesterday, and like they had like a spread, like a charcuterie board or whatever. And my god, did I eat! Like I, I just, just shoveling it all down. This seems
0: to be coming up a lot on the podcast. Yeah. Um, like emotional, not not emotionally, I mean, no. like eating, kind of emotional eating. That's like eating. That's kind of emotionally eating to
1: pass the time for me. Board eating. It, yeah. That's oh how.
0: yeah, bored eating is brutal,
1: yeah, when I was like, going
0: antidepressants, they really it, I'm on antidepressants right now, and it takes away your appetite,
1: yeah, I don't want to do that <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine, um but no, honestly, that's why I like to keep myself busy is because like when I'm busy, I don't eat as much as I do when I uh took that week off to hang out with my nieces and stuff, um I was home every day with them, and I rem- I just noticed like there be times where be like I just I need to do something. Let me eat, and yeah, you you begin to eat to pass the time. And man, did I feel bad. Just
0: be broke. You won't be able to buy food.
1: <sighs> I can't. I'm just too fucking. Hang out here. I have
0: like a thousand condiments and no real food in this apartment.
1: I'm just too rich, bro. I can't. I need to
0: invest <laughs> in some. You fucking need to get worse with money. Because when you're bad with money, I'm pretty me tell good you, with money. Food is fuck. Oh fuck. Yeah, I suck with money I'm. Frequently will not plan correctly and end up eating like canned pasta for a couple days.
1: Yeah, that's that's something that you shouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) It just sounds bad. (laughs) But yeah, that's what is really bad. Yeah, but that's probably my main vice is uh, is food. But like, I'm getting a lot better at it. I'm always working at it. So like, you know, lately I've been feeling pretty good. So yeah, yeah. So far,
0: he's not perfect. Everybody. No. What's your biggest insecurity in comedy? With mm. your comedy specifically?
1: My comedy specifically? Um, huh, that's a good question. I don't know if I have like a real... Ins- or I, is know- there
0: an area of which you're like, I could do better in this area?
1: Ooh, um, sitting down and actively writing.
0: Oh yeah, that's so So hard. here's the
1: thing, like I, I'll, I journal... Like I'll like take notes of thoughts I have throughout the day and then I kind of take them like for me anytime I've like sat down to physically write something and then take it a stage it dies because it just it doesn't it's not it doesn't feel right for me for me I have to talk things out out loud. Oh, interesting. I almost never like write a joke word for word. I never do that. Never do that because then it would come for me, it would come off as unnatural. So, what I do is actually advice that I took from like Travis and Sam, which was journal. I don't fool out journal like, oh, here's my day. But, like, throughout my phone, like, I have a lot of thoughts. Yes, yes, that I have to. And even if there's like nothing there, right? It's just a regular thought. Like, I think the other day I said, like, you know, I hurt my foot ow or like it sucks or whatever doesn't have to just to keep track of my thoughts yes 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 and then i go back and i'm like that's interesting right there what could be funny about that what could be funny about that or sometimes like the thought is just already funny on its own i'm like okay i can make something out of that and that's what a lot of my bits come from actually that's where the bipoc thing came from that's where um i'm doing a bit right now about uh White people relating to uh, the struggles of like, you know, racialized people mm-hmm. and uh, them trying to. And that's been working lately. And that came from another journal thought, like just a little thought, like just do, little blurbs like that. And do you
0: write in your phone or a physical notebook? No, on my phone.
1: Yeah, it's uh, I have like a whole thing. And then uh, what I'll do is like, because God forbid, like one day my phone gets lost or everything gets wiped. I email everything to myself just so I never lose it every day. I would say I do it weekly.
0: Get a Google Doc, motherfucker. What are you doing, emailing? Put
1: or <laughs> I could just live my life the way I've been it, doing it. What,
0: what are you doing with e- emailing notes? Just create a Google Doc with with uh. So I have I like my Google Doc system. Oh
1: wow. So you like, might have I get another water?
0: Oh <laughs> right there. So um, I have a section for like thoughts and a section for the actual jokes. Nice. And then. It's the way that Google Docs does it. Like, if you make them headings, like your titles of your jokes headings, you can see them all listed on the side.
1: Oh, I know. I have Google Docs. Oh, yes. But I'm not going to do that.
0: Why not? It's automatically backed up every time you update it.
1: I like doing it the way I do it.
0: It seems so much harder (laughs) the way you're doing it. (laughs) It's not. I'm so, what?
1: It's literally not that hard. It's so easy.
0: You must have so many... E- so, you e- so you pull up your email and it's emails from yourself. All separate emails or one chain?
1: Oh, separate. Let's see. how many. Oh,
0: my fucking God. How many
1: unread emails do I have right I now? I
0: feel like that's just not...
1: Uh, I have... No, it doesn't say... Here. I have I think heard I have... of
0: people emailing porn to themselves so they, do... so they remember the porn that they... <laughs>
1: Why, I like I like the idea of somebody saying like, I need to jerk <laughs> off to this later. They no, see a find- porn and they're like, like, I need to pencil in some time later. I don't wanna do it now, so I'm gonna email myself. No, you find so one I you can-
0: like that you can then go back to. Cause sometimes you might find one you like and then you can't find it again.
1: Oh, isn't that tragic?
0: I know. Oh,
1: it's so depressing. I guess that makes sense. Now that I think of it, I don't know why I'm shitting on it. That's actually a good idea. Even though I don't know. Really it's like
0: a good porn. idea, right? Yeah. Or you can just like um like I just keep my search history.
1: Yeah, I don't really watch porn <coughs> though, though.
0: Me neither. No. I I I really you don't. You know what I porn. do watch?
1: I like watching uh do you know who Johnny Sins is?
0: No. He's not? the
1: bald buff porn star. Like he's bald. You Johnny see him. Sins. He did a lot of Brazzers stuff. Okay. Um he has a YouTube channel and he is without a doubt like cuz like he he's one of the biggest male porn stars. I don't know if he still does it. He might have stopped, but He was one of the biggest male porn stars, but like legitimately the most wholesome, sweet, nicest guy. His YouTube Mm. channel, I love it because it's just him doing, and he's so nonchalant about his life, by the way, just like what he does. He's like literally like walking around saying like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna go for a run right now and I'm gonna cook some breakfast and I'm gonna shoot a few scenes. Okay, I'm gonna do this orgy scene with these four women right here. We'll talk right after. He comes back from his vlog, he's like, all right, now we're gonna get something to eat and it's just like, he's the sweetest, nicest guy. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: wild. There's a lot
1: of memes about him because like he's been like a doctor, a plumber. He's been like all kinds of things in porns. And people are like, this guy's the most talented guy ever. He's like able to like. And I saw his TikTok. Somebody commented. Oh my God. Somebody commented on his TikTok. He put out a, a TikTok or whatever. Again, wholesome shit. And somebody commented and said, "Thank you for the wonderful childhood memories, Sins. And I'm, and everybody just responded saying, "Wait, what? <laughs> like, what are you doing? That does not sound good." But yeah, no, I, I like I don't really watch porn, but like his stuff, oh, yeah. I I check it out on his YouTube channel because he is the sweetest guy. He's legitimately like he's he makes me want to be a better person. I
0: thought you were say he <laughs> makes me want to be a porn star. <laughs> yeah. This life might be for me.
1: Dude, I cannot imagine how hard it is to be a porn star. Whether oh, you're a man or a woman. Oh my god, it's it must be so insanely hard.
0: Yeah, I guess when you get
1: good at it, you get good at it. But like in the beginning, like oof, that would not be a.
0: And the industry is a bit sketchy. I can imagine. What?
1: Was that the porn industry? Is, a bit, is a bit sketchy. Interesting. I'd never heard that.
0: Wait, is that sarcasm? Yeah, I guess. I don't I'm I don't
1: I, even know. So I realized. For a second, I was shocked. Like, oh, really? Is this sketchy? And then I realized we're talking about porn. And then you asked me if it was sarcasm. And I was like, I guess it is. But I don't even know
0: anymore. <laughs> I, I really suck with sarcasm. And I hate it about myself. I can't Yeah, tell. you're
1: pretty. Yeah, there's I been some tell. times. I think there's been a couple of times where like me or Kyle will say something. And you'll be like, oh, really? And then we're like, and I'm like, Sarah, yeah. no. And you're like, oh.
0: and, but then, But the thing is, then I try to be sarcastic. And it always fails.
1: Yeah, but that's a People
0: assumption. people take me for what I am when I try to be sarcastic they just believe what I'm saying.
1: I guess so, yeah.
0: I don't like
1: Yeah, but sarcasm is just fucking played out too, is it? It's just not that good.
0: I I don't like it. No. And no. I don't like when people like in, on Tinder are just oh, like yeah. if you're not sarcastic
1: When did it become a point of pride to just lie to people? Cuz that's what sarcasm is. That's exactly.
0: Oh my god. Okay. Okay. You might be a good person to pop off about this. Pop off. Um, I fucking hate text for this reason. You cannot pick up on goddamn no. sarcasm. No,
1: you can't. In fact, like you won't pick up on sarcasm. And then sometimes the tone of a text, people will overread it and be like, oh, he, they're being whatever. And it's like, no, no. You,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: But yeah, sarcasm. You so, can't pick up on it.
0: Well, this guy that like um, I was texting with forever, trying to meet up with, <clears throat> it was Goddamn Snapchat that we were messaging on, which is the worst messaging app ever because you literally can't see prior messages yes, um but he he asked uh he want me to go for drinks at five p m
1: that is a pretty early time to go for drinks, thank you, and that's what I said. I've gone for six p m drinks, but five p m is like you're just off work,
0: right? You know so I mean? he wanted to stay downtown because he didn't want to go home to Sackville and nope. come back in.
1: I guess. Yeah. I kind of Is smart.
0: that douchey?
1: I don't know if it's douchey. Um, I think like for, I wouldn't, I've done that before where like I, when I lived in upper Tans Allen, I would stay in the city, but like, I wouldn't tell them that I wouldn't be like, Oh, I'm, st- I don't want to go home. So can we meet earlier? I'd be like, are you able to meet this time? Let's just meet like would I'm you willing, be
0: flexible for a hundred
1: percent. I would like I wouldn't tell them to meet at five. Right. I'm not a psychopath. Like, Isn't that
0: I, psychotic?
1: It is weird. I I would uh, I would just tell them like, like what time do you want to meet? And whatever time they said, if they said like eight, I'd be like, oh, I don't know if I can hang around for two and a half hours or whatever. So I'll be like, How about seven?
0: Right, right, right. Yeah. Compromise, right? But yeah, normal time. So I had written back like I was hoping it could be later, and this guy <clears throat> wrote, You're so hard to deal with.
1: That's not <laughs> And good.
0: it was sarcasm, but I was just like I don't know if this is sarcasm or not.
1: It's hard to read.
0: And it was just it was just such an awkward experience and I hate it. I fucking hate it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I uh yeah. I hate the
0: the talking game, the texting talking game. Well, yeah,
1: I try to like skip the texting thing and go right to like just meeting somebody. Like I'd rather do that. I
0: can't fucking
1: cuz I'm a bad texter to begin with. I hate it so much. It's like if you want to get to know me, let's meet and uh let's see let's see what you got.
0: Are you phone guy talking on the phone
1: no no I'm not Robbie Vino like,
0: does he <laughs> oh does Robbie talk on the phone
1: Robbie what? is like one of the last people I know <laughs> who will call you to uh-huh. talk Oh, uh, yeah he does which that's
0: true. is true which is honestly
1: there's like a part of me that's just like that's kind of cool because it's like you know it's old school or whatever but there are times where I'm just <laughs> He's like, retro yeah but there's, there's times where I'm just like I don't want to <laughs> hear your voice like I just just tell me what you need to tell me this is the worst is when like Robbie does this and the late during Laporte used to do this as well. Oh, uh, they would just message me, and they would be like, "Yo,
0: yeah, I." But with hate no that.
1: follow up as to what they wanted, to, they're waiting for me to say something back, and I'm like, "Just tell me what you want."
0: Yeah. What? it Hey. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, I yeah I, I don't I don't get that with people. What What is up? Did someone die?
1: Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, uh, can you call me? Oh, yeah. Robbie has done that to me a couple of times. Hey, Chris, can you give me a call?
0: Oh, yes, to me, too. I'm like,
1: is everything okay? And then he doesn't read the message for forty minutes, and I'm like, "For fuck's <laughs> sake!"
0: And you know what I do? I instantly start thinking, "What did I say in a podcast uh, to piss someone off?" Oh <laughs> literally, like, literally, I'm just like, "Sarah, what the fuck did you say? Oh, Are dude. you in trouble?"
1: Uh, probably, yeah. Oh my god, I am. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there's some things we're gonna have to cut. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I uh, I hate. It. I'm right there with you, bud. Like, I uh, I think uh, that's definitely. Um,
0: it's just so frustrating. Say that again. F- oh, frustrating. Yeah. Frustrating.
1: There you go. Yeah. You don't want to sound like a fucking.
0: Frustrating.
1: Idiot. Um,
0: frustrating.
1: Nah, I, I'm kidding. My dad does the exact same thing. And when I, when I tell him like it's actually frustrating, he's just like, I, he, my dad just doesn't, he's just like, I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to say it the way I want to say it. Like,
0: God he will, bless him. He will, More he people re- should be like him.
1: Yeah, he refuses to make changes or compromise for anybody, for better or for worse. Maybe, you know what? When I think of it, I kind of get it a lot from I him. Was just, I was just thinking Oh, that. God, I really am becoming my father. Um. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's
0: right. Uh, so you mentioned, okay, so we prank, call, prank ah, called funny. you. Yeah,
1: I kind of, I didn't know what it was happening at the time, and then at, when I found out he was on the podcast, like a week later, I thought, maybe that's what it was. <laughs> But I had no idea and he didn't say anything until I listened to the podcast because I listened to the podcast and I was like, that's what it was because you guys called Robbie first and I was like, that makes sense because it made, I was scared to be honest with you. I was actually kind of scared because he called me up out of nowhere to say he loves me and I was just like, for context, Brandon Michael called me up on a previous podcast randomly just to say, hey, I love you, dude. Usually when people do that, they're in a dark place because he never does that. And so I thought is every like we were joking around I was like as soon as I hung up the phone I thought god I hope he's okay. <laughs> oh my god shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so are you said earlier that you and your friends don't um you don't have serious talks? You don't talk about No,
1: no, we do, but like I mean not we, it's mostly I would say 95% of our talks are just debauchery and then every now and again yeah, we do have serious talks. But like um, they don't last too long. It no. do we don't we don't live in the seriousness, if that makes any sense. I feel
0: sense. like that's most men. Is it safe to assume most male? No, 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 because
1: there are some people who are just like, uh there's some guys who are just like fucking I've known through the past where I'm just like, dude, like what not lighten up, but like what are you like why are you so miserable? You right. know what I mean? Like fucking get out of whatever this place you're in is mm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. that's
1: that's what but like our my friends yeah we're just you know just constantly joking around but there are serious talks for sure like yeah. i mean like we've all vented like that that group chat i was talking about the amount of yeah you know, that group chat ever got released
0: oh if all oh, of our group chats yeah got who's, released. who's got
1: that uh nathan mcintosh has that bit yeah it's like release your group chats how many of us would have like right
0: that? yep oh my god it's bad
1: It's definitely bad, but, um, serious talks. Yeah, we definitely do. And I think it's important. I mean, sometimes you gotta fucking stop Mm. being so on
0: Are, are a lot of them about comedy or like life,
1: comedy and life. We do actually like, I mean, it is funny. Like it's, we have like, I'm so glad we have that group chat in particular because yeah, like, I mean, we've all gone through this last couple of years has been rough. Right. So, That chat right there has helped, I know, a few people in that chat for sure. Like Mm. having each other, it was great just to be able to be like to vent and to like, you know, hear somebody, especially like, you know, when um, uh, Durham died recently. Um, What? (laughs) Oh, you didn't hear about Durham. (laughs) Um, When he died. Yeah. I mean, like, (laughs) I'm glad we had that chat because like, you know, a lot of people in that chat were super (laughs) close with Durham.
0: It was many days before a lot of us found out. Yeah. I remember that because, like,
1: yeah, we found well because they wanted to keep it under wraps. Obviously, it was the family's decision, and it makes sense. It's it's why well, we we found out the next day.
0: Did you get a phone call?
1: No, no. Uh, we found out in the chat. You know? No fucking no, way. I think, I Whose think,
0: message was that? Brandon. Fuck man. Yeah, oh yeah. my. F-
1: Fuck. It was tough. It was definitely Holy tough, but like shit. having each other definitely helped, and especially like you know, obviously Brandon, Jim, and Kyle. Like there were some people who were super close with Durham. You know, me and Durham were friends, but we weren't like close, uh, close, close. We we're close, close. We were definitely like friends, but like not like cl- like him and Brandon. Yeah, not Him and yeah. him and Maya, super close. So like. We definitely all wanted to reach out and just make sure everybody was okay. You know, it was definitely Fuck, a, it was a tough time, man. Like, what that's a what message
0: it is. to fucking get in a group chat! Like you open it up just thinking it's going to be like nonsense.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, because I like think that? that I think right before that it was pure nonsense too. Oh like, my yeah. god! And it didn't t- it didn't take long for us to start joking around or whatever.
0: How long?
1: I feel like. One of us Stop said something it. like,
0: "Stop! How I, long? I don't
1: know how long it took, but it definitely didn't take long for us to start. Obviously, we were still in the sadness, but we were like, that's what we do. Like I'm sure that after Vaughn died, i I think you mentioned it, like how quickly, like everybody started like, making jokes about his death,
0: yeah. But that chat was formed after everybody got an individual phone call, right. Yeah, yeah, so everybody a got it and as soon as you got the phone call. You were added to the chat. I feel like this situation's different. I wasn't
1: in that chat though. You just called me. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You called me. Yeah. Oh, god damn it. <laughs>
0: uh, why did I call you? I well like, like I like I mean, like, no offense, but I'm just I'm just like trying to think back why yeah. you were one of the only I think I might have called maybe like maybe three or four other friends that night. I but uh, you were in that group and I don't know why? I don't, oh, you were recently on the Boys Club podcast. Like, maybe it was because like you were tighter with Vaughn than yeah, than I, a lot of those other comics that
1: I done it, the podcast a couple of times, and then I did solo literally a couple weeks before it happened. That's probably
0: why I probably just considered yeah. you closer well I think, with Vaughn than others. Hit, well,
1: we were getting there. Like yeah. Vaughn and I were starting to get like like he was always a big supporter, uh, like very nice to me, and uh, we were starting to get close. So mm-hmm. yeah, like when you called me, I wasn't out. Of, the only thing that made me uncomfortable was you crying. <laughs> You're just sniffling <laughs> like an asshole. Like I'm, 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 I'm and I'm just like dude, fucking get over emotion
0: it. Emotion <laughs> isn't so bad, Chris. Let it in.
1: <laughs> I know, dude. I'm so bad with that shit. That's another thing You're that's wrong really with me. You're really
0: bad at that. I
1: am bad with emotion. The only thing that really like hits me is when like a child gets hurt. But like for the most part I don't get emotional. What's like, the
0: I- worst thing <laughs> What's the worst thing that's happened to you in your life? Well, I mean, there's plenty of stuff that's happened. I mean... And did did you tap into emotion then?
1: Hmm. It's been years... See, here's the thing. This is... It's fucking... It's kind of like the Yellowstone uh, volcano where I know something is going to happen eventually and it's going to all come out. But it's been years since there's been super bad tragedy, like in my family in particular. It's usually a loved one. Um... But yeah, I mean, it's been a while. Uh, See,
0: this that's the thing about people who've dealt with a lot of trauma or loss. They build up this weird resilience to it. But those who might not have, like, it's like with death. Like, when when you meet someone who literally hasn't lost someone yet.
1: Oh, I've lost like It's I'm, like fuck. I've, it's lost, I've lost what a lot of people have lost. I lost like uh I've lost my grandmother. I saw like that was the first death I remember was in nineteen ninety six. My grandmother, I saw her body and like that stuck with me. Next one was uh my grandfather, obviously. Do you find
0: grandparents a bit different though? Like, I feel like when it's a parent or a friend, it's...
1: For me, it's not different because we were all really close. And my grandmother... And you know what really impacted me about, like, my grandmother and grandfather dying was just seeing how it impacted my parents, especially my dad. (gasps) Yeah. Because my dad is super cold, super tough. And to see him break down in tears was just like... That stuck with me.
0: That that stuck with me, too, when when my grandmother died. Yeah. And then there's other non-death-related
1: situations that I've seen, like, to tie back to the whole... Drug abuse, uh, substance abuse things, seeing with like some people who were super close to me firsthand—that stuck with me as well. And right. I didn't cry in those situations either. Like it just little by little, I, I worry and, about
0: things like this because, like, it's a volcano, like
1: you said. Also, my job mm. has kind of desensitized me to a lot of
0: things. Oh, that would force you to. Because I covered
1: any tragedy that happened in Nova Scotia in the last few years, which has been a few—the triple murder in Upper Big Trackety. The Nova Scotia Mass shooting, um, the Barjo fire where those seven children died, I was there for all of it. And you just learn to develop a thick skin. Obviously, I see the tragedy, I see how bad it is, but there's also like I'm able to do it. Although I did see some reporters not able to do it. I see like like a lot of people were impacted by it. Mm. Me, obviously, I was impacted, but I kept that shit in. I acknowledged how bad it was, but the active, the active motion of crying. I haven't cried since maybe 2005. That's like I, wild. Yeah, I don't, I don't cry. Mm. I, um, it will happen. I know it will. What do
0: you think it will take?
1: I don't even want to say because like- Loss
0: uh, of like close family? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. I don't even want to
1: think about it. I don't want to think but about it. But that just
0: goes to show that like, like when, you're, when you have a small circle, Yeah. It's so much harder. Like when when you're only close with a small amount of people, um, it means that when those losses happen, it'll be far, far worse.
1: It'll be worse. I do have a lot of people in my life. um, But yeah, I mean, Jesus, the idea of losing somebody. I know it'll happen. And I know I'm going to be a mess when it does. I don't even want to think about it. I'm living in the now. But yeah, that that is a thing. I do have emotional issues. I don't. I don't know how to be emotional. Like anytime like I hear about like somebody crying.
0: Do you, do you ever get the feeling like even just the feeling of wanting to cry? Like that little Not feeling in the, feel, the feeling in never, your nose? Never the feeling or in my nose, stomach? but
1: I never the feeling in my nose or stomach. Uh I just I feel the sadness. I acknowledge it's bad. And then I kind of just I don't cry. But like I'm whatever you're feeling in that moment, like the sadness, it's in me, but I don't sorry, I was it doesn't there. physically but it doesn't physically come out. Like, you know, I'm kind of like, uh, oddly enough, when people are messes around me, I'm able to kind of calm down, if that makes any sense. I, I see them. And I'm like, all right, somebody needs to kind of like hold it together right now.
0: Yeah. You're the you do on crisis. And yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So, yeah, I've seen some shit. And uh, yeah, little by little, I've kind of developed. I don't even want to say thick skin. Like, I hate that term. I just I've been a little desensitized to certain things that may impact people more then it would impact me. And mm. it's, a lot of it is my job. Mm. Yeah. So if you're a paramedic too, oh my God, I cannot, oh really imagine, my being, God. cannot imagine being a paramedic. cannot imagine being a first responder. Oh my God, cannot. Like I, I just report on this shit. I don't actually have to go and see the shit.
0: Yeah, I don't know what, uh, I mean, there should be, I don't know how it is, but I, there should be specific mental health support. For those people.
1: Not as much as you like. There not no, as
0: probably not as much as there should be.
1: Definitely not as much as there should be. Have
0: you ever done therapy or anything like that?
1: <laughs> no, no, I probably should. I know my ex has been fucking like getting on me about that. <laughs> like,
0: especially, Would you? Would you ever go in with like yeah, a. Yeah, but it's with another, a, open mind. Of course,
1: of course. But like it's one of those things where it's just like I don't have time for therapy. Right yeah. now I'm good. Here's the thing. I'm happy. Obviously I have my issues, but there's nothing in my life that's. uh catastrophic i'm not like heading down a bad place i'm pretty i'm in a pretty good place do i have things i need to work on of course i do we all do right but in the meantime it's not the stuff that's wrong with me isn't fucking with my being and more importantly fucking with other people
0: got you got you got you does that make sense no for sure it's you got stuff but it's not it's not uh push is not coming to shove yet that's right and it will
1: Oh, Watch won. out Oh I know hey. Mid 30s is rough Who's gonna be there to see it
0: Mid 30s is is not a fun time We have another segment though hey. The last segment Let's do it um, Hopefully this won't get us You <laughs> Canceled <laughs> Nah no um, I would love to know Do you have an unpopular opinion Don't hate me for this But It's time For unpopular opinions
1: is that the song? No, Pretty that's much. the other one. Yeah. Okay. Unpopular opinion. This one won't get me canceled. Uh, although we do have to cut some things. Um, Dear God. <laughs> can sorry. you give me a list after? No, nah, <laughs> I can only think of one thing. We'll talk about it. After. Um, unpopular opinion. Um, and you might disagree with this. In fact, you. I feel like you might have said something along the lines that goes against what I'm about to Ooh, say. Ooh, let's hear it. I believe that you can be friends with people you've dated. I feel like you can be friends with them after the fact. That is an unpopular opinion because it's weird. The amount of people I'm I've dated who I'm still friendly with or still friends and actively talk to, like it's it's I'm very fortunate in that like they weren't tainted with like any kind of resentment between us. Um, Were you in love with them? Hmm.
0: <laughs> so here's my
1: honest, 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 answer. No.
0: So here's I'm friends with people who've broken my heart yeah that we haven't dated and we have recovered from that yeah um but it's a weird thing I hate bringing up demisexuality because I know it's like such a stupid Mm -hmm. term but it's one of those things that like I don't like many people when I do I really like you but what that means is when I'm over it I am so over it that it does not affect me anymore so I could be friends with someone who hurt me yeah. who, who previously hurt me? Yeah. Um but I guess the two relationships that I've had that ended so terrible. I think it depends on how the relationship ends. Because if it's like if there's cheating or something like that, yeah, well, that's, that's hard to recover from.
1: But like I've heard so many people like talk about it where I'm like I'm like oh yeah and no, I'm still friends with like people I've dated or I'm friends with my ex the one that you know and uh, like uh, people are like oh I could never be friends with my ex. She's a whole- bitch and i'm just like what happened but he's like oh we just grew apart and i'm like that's why you hate her so because you guys were in different places in life fuck that man see
0: how he's saying that oh there's passion behind it which means at one point he probably really loved that person
1: but even then like i think that you because we fall in love and then we fall out of love and then we can move on and then to me i really truly believe that people have it in them to be adults and if you care about the person enough which I still care about the people I've dated um it's easy like to just be friends with them it's Is it like really easy though well here's the thing like every relationship I've had like it didn't end well because it ended when a relationship ends it's never like mutual but you enough time passes and you realize they're not bad people I'm not a bad guy. Mm -hmm. Are we gonna be buddy buddies? Like, here's the thing: like me and and my ex, Mm -hmm. like we're we're friends. We don't see each other that often, but we'll message every now and again. Uh, We might grab a coffee.
0: Healthy friendship. Yeah, we might friendship with boundaries. Yeah, yeah,
1: and we might grab a coffee. uh, You know, once every while. It's been a while, but like, Mm -hmm. it's to me the way I look at it is like, yeah, like if you're just two mature adults, and if it didn't end like where one of you cheated or Mm -hmm. did something horrendous. I think it's possible to be friends, but there's too many people I who will put up their blinders, where it's just like I could never be friends with this well, person.
0: Well, uh, but but th- but that's the thing, right? I think I think well, I think if the love was really there, in love, yeah, not just someone I like who I was seeing, has to be like crazy intense love. Um, what am, where am I going with this? Um, and you've been you gave yourself space to get over it. Yeah then it's possible. But if you go jump right into being friends with no space, that's when it gets murky because for sure one of those people... Still has feelings.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like nobody's saying like immediately be friends with them. But yeah. I do think that time can pass and, you know, you can like time, have a, yes. a healthy report. Are you going to be like, eh, let's fucking go grab beers and like mm. hang out like all of us get like, no. But I think you can definitely be friendly or friends with somebody or like at least close acquaintances or something like that. The amount of them I still talk to. I think it also helps just not being a dick because that's the thing about me is like I I, I think
0: there what is go. it?
1: I'm a bad boyfriend but not I don't think anybody I've dated would ever say I'm a bad person yeah there you go yeah. they're like he's a bad boyfriend but not a bad person wait
0: what makes what makes a bad boyfriend
1: I'm not attentive I mean like <laughs> i,
0: <laughs> I for some reason,
1: I wasn't expecting that answer. And, I'm, like, not, I'm not <laughs> incentive. I uh, I hate social settings. I don't talk to anybody. I just like, you know, I don't see them that often. I'm not willing to put in the work, you know, fucking all that shit. You know what it is. You don't
0: do the quality time.
1: I think the analogy I used to work uh, use, and I tried doing this on stage, it never worked quite. But like, you know how in school you have group projects? Yeah. And how, like, there was always one person in the group who fucking contributed nothing. That's me in relationships. I am that person, and the person I'm dating is every other person in the group. And so, like, that's what it is. It's like, I just don't, I don't put in my part. I don't put in like the effort to like help out trying to make this thing afloat. And it's mm-hmm. not out of any kind of malicious thing. It's just, it's not even laziness. It's just, maybe i'm just not in that place to be in a relationship but like any person i've dated for the most part i'm sure they'd be like yeah i mean he was he sucked as a boyfriend but like he's not a bad dude and that's why i'm still friendly with yeah. so many of them
0: so and that's why i think that depends it really does depend on how things ended and why they ended like yeah. if there's manipulation and lying and cheating it's far harder to be of friends course. with that person after but i also understand the sentiment of like Holy shit. Like I dated this person. They're a part of my life for so long. Yeah. um, It'd be nice to stay in touch and be friends. Of course. I would, I would be friends with my, with my second boyfriend. Yeah. If, if he would be down to do that. And he left me and married someone else.
1: But that's, that's the thing though. Like, I mean, that's good. Like I, and I truly believe that that's probably a thing that could have happened. But there's so many people that when I say like I'm friends with like an ex, they're always just like,
0: red f- like they think it's a red flag. They think something. it's a red
1: flag or they're like, that's a oh, fucking, that's Honestly, no, there's, there's feelings still there. I'm just, I, I, <laughs> no,
0: I still am going to, it's the end of the you, episode. I'll just like say it. I still think you have not had someone that you've felt that intense about to be that hurt to where you could not be friends again. I'll maintain that. You're and not, this is no disrespect like, to no, any no. ex-girlfriends of yours. No. But I think... Like, no,
1: she's disrespecting all you guys, man.
0: Uh, but have you ever been in love so intense that you would be like, I would throw myself in a train for you? I in a train. I, in front of a train.
1: <laughs> I mean, what you just described as in love, that's just a mental disorder. Do not throw <laughs> yourself you know in I mean? front of a train. Yeah, like but yeah, I've that. Have you? Yeah. Okay. When I was, was younger, but like... Okay. It's not like I uh, I feel like the per like the person that I'm thinking of in particular like who's who was that person that was that into is married with kids now but I've seen them a couple of times because they still live like I think in Bedford or some shit and I've seen them a couple of times just randomly and it's always just nice like well- are we tight no but like it's friendly and it, like there's no feelings there. Enough time has passed. Enough time has passed. And that's what that's my point. It's like oh, yeah, enough I mean, time, time can pass.
0: Well, that's the whole thing. I'm okay, not, saying, I agree. I'm I not agree. saying
1: I'm not saying you can be friends immediately after a breakup. <laughs> like, you know? That's not I, what I'm saying. I
0: just I I don't know if I, and maybe this is just my jealous personality. Yes. But I don't know if I could date someone who is close with their accents.
1: I get that. And see that's the thing. I never um
0: Like friends, like Every now and then, say hi, text like yeah, that's fine. But like close buddy, buddy friends, yeah, that's different. Yeah, that and they, would be tough. For and me. believe
1: me, like if uh, I respect that boundary with like you know anybody I've dated, if they're like in a serious thing, I'm like I'm not gonna like you know hey like wh- why aren't yeah. we talking anymore? No, it's like if you want to grab a coffee sometime, great. But like I understand that boundary, and I get it, I get it from either point of view—the guy, the girl, whoever it may be—where it's like yeah, that that might be weird yeah yeah so i i wouldn't begrudge that but i do think that you can be friendly with somebody i think you can just be an adult and enough time passes i feel like you can still be friends with somebody like here's the thing i barely see most of my friends so it'd be like that i haven't seen my friends tom and brad and and sean in like a year but they're still good friends of mine does that make sense
0: that should be an adult adult friendship yeah me and dan talk about this all the time yeah adult friendships are fucking hard And they don't look the same as friendship in your twenties,
1: brother. Ain't that the truth?
0: Um, what was I gonna fucking ask you? Would you ever date a female comic, or do you just like their pictures on Instagram? (laughs) 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 God God bless you. Me? What the fuck? I just I I do see you liking like like hot female comics all the time. Who? Are
1: you talking about like you know famous ones? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's different, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's different. But
0: I I always, I always wonder if, if I always ask that to comics though. Would you date a comic? Uh, This is like the famous question.
1: I mean, I don't know. Probably, probably not. But uh, you
0: know, separating would. Yeah, I mean, like it's
1: it's I I, yeah exactly I uh, fuck I I barely date. In general, so like they just narrow it down to a comic. Who knows? I it would be s-
0: convenient for you though. I guess you'd so. be able to do comedy and like also have a date oh. night. <laughs> just do an open mic together. <laughs>
1: oh, God. I oh, yeah. Well, there's a couple. <laughs> of, there's a couple in the scene who wouldn't <laughs> mind. <Ugh>. <laughs> um, <laughs> mm, pro- I'm leaning no, but I wouldn't say. Okay. Yeah. So
0: it's not a hard no. It's, a- it's not a
1: hard no, but like this scene is small enough where I'm just like, eh.
0: I still think. If you like someone enough, it wouldn't matter. Yeah, but it, it would be a, if you like. So that enough.
1: that should just let you uh, female comics in this scene know I don't like you guys that much. So there you go.
0: Didn't have to convince me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm fucking with everybody. You're all great. You're all great. Everybody's lovely. Everybody's fine. Everybody, all good people.
0: The, keep working.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. Uh, keep. Uh, you got all the tools. Keep writing.
0: Keep. <laughs> Keep at it.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I'm fucking around, but yeah, I'm I'm leaning no. I'm leaning yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. But like, yeah, that's understandable. You know, I don't know, fucking dude. I barely date anybody to begin with, so like, what what am I gonna like? I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's it it's fucking hard and stupid and a crazy thing to do. So, yes,
1: that that it that it is.
0: Um, we're here. We're doing that. It. it is two oh six. It is coming on six thirty. So oh, yeah. let's end her. Oh. Um. So yes, Chris. Where can people? Find you, follow you.
1: When uh, when's this come out?
0: This will be on Friday.
1: <laughs> oh, this Friday. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. All right. Uh,
0: <laughs> I oh, have wow. My you really had other, nobody lined up. Okay. I really had no one lined That's up. That's fine. No um,
1: bad June 3rd and 4th I'm going to be at Yuck Yucks I'm middling uh, Claire Belford hosting Rob Pugh headlining he's a monster Canadian headliner I'm looking forward to that one that's gonna be a good time June 18th I'm gonna be a good robot Uh, that should be a fun show but the big one June 22nd, Carlton, two shows, early show, late show, the original asses of Halifax comedy. We're doing a comedy album, recording a mixtape. It's going to be a bunch of us doing some of our best shit. It's going to be a good time. Travis Lindsay is hosting. Come on out. Tickets are only 15 bucks. You got nothing planned then. Come out. Don't be a piece of shit. It's going to be a good time. And uh, yeah, follow me, Chris Halef, all one word, at Instagram all that shit
0: TikTok this guy is one of the few who actually puts out content
1: which yeah that's a, like quick aside on that do that more people
0: Chris is very you put you make clips you put out oh, content yep um, you wow. are um a useful comedian to follow yes. versus some comics who don't
1: yeah, and have I have a presence at all. And I believe, and, and I that's believe, fine too. yeah, of course. I actually like, you know, a couple of people asked me, it's like, aren't you worried about burning material? We we talked about this earlier, but oh, like, yeah. no, dude, we're not famous, okay? We're not Taylor Tomlinson, we're not Bill Burr, we're not Dave Chappelle, like it doesn't matter. Put out stuff, see if you can get yourself some followers. Since putting out like new clips and stuff, my followers have gone up and I've yeah. I've actually booked some of my best paid gigs by putting up YouTube videos or like an yes. Instagram reel. Like, a couple of, like, I can think of off the top of my head. If I had not posted those clips, I wouldn't have gotten those. So sometimes people will find you and be like, hey, you want to do this? I'm like, yeah, sure. So, yeah, fucking uh, put it out there. Let's grow this scene. Why not? It's something
0: that I think, I think comics just hate doing things like that, like self-promotion or...
1: Well, there's that whole old school mentality where it's like, oh, you know, you fucking uh, just uh, don't, don't uh, try too hard. Wait till you're, like, chosen or something. Fuck that, man. Make your own opportunities. It's going to get
0: you booked more because you're going to be more... Appealing to bookers, yes. If yes. you, and this is why I do think comics should have podcasts too. Yeah. Uh, although it's a lot of work, and not Definitely. everyone's cut out for it. But like, it's stuff like that. Like you're just you're you're exposing yourself to more right. people. It's a lot of
1: work. Not everybody's cut out for it. You hear that, Dan and Travis? You fucking nerds. No, take that. They will. Um, there Yeah. No. Who's who's their producer? Me. Oh, uh, I'm sure it's
0: going to be great. Right. Yeah. That that's <laughs> why they're going to. Make it happen. Yeah, they're gonna go right I'm, to the top. I'm, I'm I'm the project manager.
1: Yeah, there you go. You're the Jamie.
0: Oh, I'll I'll uh, show you the their trailer um, after <laughs> oh, that. Uh, but Chris, thank you so much thank for coming you, sir. on. I really
1: appreciate it. And don't be don't be so hard on yourself. You're doing good. All right.
0: I ask you, <laughs> <laughs> just so you know,
1: you're you're I, respected.
0: I mean, this is this. Th- we, I I don't feel that way.
1: I get it. We don't have to go down this rabbit hole again, but all I'm saying is you should ding, be dang,
0: proud. Ding. Okay, thank you. You should be proud, too. All right, bye-bye. Thank you, guys. We're done. 210. 210. Thank you for listening to the Intoxicated Podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure you subscribe on whatever podcast app you use and leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. You can also give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast and check out our video episodes on the Intoxicated YouTube channel. Until next week, deal hard and talk hard. Intoxicated Podcast is hosted and produced by Sarah McClellan, co-produced by Sarah Nicole, and brought to you by The Messiness of Life.
1: Oh, everybody's depressed. Next subject.